all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio, Rock On. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. It is now Motorcycle Madhouse Monday Night Raw with myself and Marco. Hopefully, he did kill the feedback in there. But uh, today, we got a uh, special guest. We got a great program coming up today. Uh, we got El Buffalo coming on, VPS, Vegas Profile Stories, one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels. Many people don't know about that, that Professional Monkey and some other good ones. And El Buffalo, I really like his stuff. Yeah, uh, He's a chill guy, if you ask me. Anyway, we're going to be talking more about this deal down in uh, New Mexico. And everybody's like, why the hell do you keep on talking about it? Well, you know what? It's that important that uh, it could affect a lot of people. But before we go into the bad, I wanted to, to go into the good with El Buffalo. He was there. And that story about the rally needs to be told as well. Uh, Marco, what else we got coming up in the show? Uh, well, we're going to uh, clarify a couple of things. Uh, Vegas Profile Stories did come on my, uh, uh, Rick came on my channel, and we talked about a few things. And uh, like anything, you know, Fox News or CNN or whoever's breaking news, things uh, are reported by eyewitnesses. Then you try to narrow it down. You figure out what happened. You wait a couple of days. New, new things come out. Uh, you would not believe the amount of things in. I can't even. I just was talking to you backstage. I, I'm trying to answer everybody on all the platforms. I know I can't. It's for people's jobs, and I, I'm trying to keep up with it. And a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are mad. A lot of people are saying things that are disinformation. A lot of people are are talking about misinformation. So it's a. Uh, I, I just can't believe how bizarre it is. And you know what's funny is that the average person still probably has no idea like uh the average i mean it's definitely made its way all over the, the earth but i mean there are people out that uh, still don't really know what what happened and what went on it's crazy rock on man so uh before we get into that information i want to bring in el buffalo he is a really good guy and uh does a lot of good on his youtube channel if my moderators can put hit the link of his channel in the comment section i would appreciate it but let's talk about some good about this rally before we get into the other stuff. Buffalo, what's up, man? Hey, Hollywood, how's it going? Uh, going good. For, uh, it's good to be back on your channel. Unfortunately, it's uh, under tragic circumstances. But uh, like you said, I choose to, to look at the good that I saw and uh, appreciate being on. Rock on, man, rock on. Uh, so you went to the rally. And tell us what the rally's about, uh, when, what time of year it usually happens. I know it's Memorial Day, but is it year after year that it happens? And what kind of events uh, were out there? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the, it's the start of the rally season here in New Mexico, and it's probably the biggest rally uh, that we have. You uh, don't include uh, Four Corners, which is really kind of Durango's deal. But it bleeds into New Mexico. But uh, the Red River Rally is one, my favorite. 
just for the riding and the atmosphere, but it's been going on for 40 plus years. Uh, every uh, Memorial weekend, uh, it is, uh, it is going on and it's, it's always been a, a good rally. And, uh, there's been a, a ton of people that always go and because it's Memorial weekend, you get a lot of, uh, civilians there too, um, at this rally, just, just because it's simply a, a four day holiday. Right. Hey, uh, Buffalo, is it a uh, is it a spon- Is there a sponsor from this event? Is it is it sponsored by a club or a certain, or is it a pretty much an independent? It is not sponsored by any clubs. It is it is strictly a, a Red River community event um, that is always go goes on and it's been going on for a long time. Rock on. We got Professional Monkey in the house, baby. Sturge is going to be coming up. Make sure you guys check out his channel to learn about Sturges. He is the pro on this platform with uh, Sturbage. Plus, we got the Miss Monkey on. Ooh, but nice. I love Miss Monkey. She gave some really good stuff out in the uh, B-Can yesterday. But was it a family-friendly event? Uh, uh, it wasn't one of those over 21 deals you had kids and stuff there it was definitely a family event always is every year um lots of uh like i said civilians with their kids enjoying the uh the beautiful community of uh, red river and um even uh you know there was there was a ton of clubs there for sure uh, but even they had their families there um enjoying it and that's that's usually the vibe that's always been there and i've been going there uh for years buffalo you, you've been there for years so as i uh, so we've heard reports this would be great to try to clear everything up with somebody that that was actually there so i heard that there were a few years where you were not allowed colors this was the first year colors were allowed back is that a, a chair a fair statement or is that uh not true and i don't think it's true we definitely saw clubs there last year um uh, some diamond clubs some independent and uh, just some riding clubs, uh, you know, I support the hog chapter. Um, we're always there and uh, never really seen any signs, no colors in any of the bars, any of that. But unfortunately, I think that's uh, that's all going to change around the country because of this. No, oh, I think it is, too. Uh, what kind of uh, events did they because uh, I want to give a little. Uh, more expansion to what the rally is actually about because we're seeing all this bad stuff in the news. And again, we got VPS coming in uh, to get more of the story. But with uh, Buffalo, I want to kind of, you know, focus on the type of events, what the rally is actually about. Uh, what kind of events did it have, uh, Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, it's your, it's your typical rally. It, it, it's not just focused in Red River. You got Eagle's Nest, which is not far away. Taos, obviously. Um, they had some scheduled uh, kind of easy rider uh, rides uh, to kind of represent uh, the old school. Easy Rider was filmed actually up there in, in Taos, Red River, Eagle's Nest area. And, uh, you know, so they had some riding events. Um, they had, you know, the Wall of Death, whatever. And, you know, just simply a lot of things like that. They also had some, you know, biker games. And, and they were spread out, through not just, you know, Red River was the hub. That's where all the vendors are. That's where Main Street is. That's the, that's the money shot. Um, but they had a lot of different events throughout the, the week, uh, mostly riding because it is a riding rally. Mm-hmm. 
So what was your experience uh, at the rally Buffalo? I know you covered it a little bit on your channel. Uh, you don't have to go into uh, great detail or any of that, uh, but uh, tell us about your story. You know, the, the vibe was good. It's always, it's that, that's why it's one of my favorite rallies to go to because there's, there's a, there's a mix of everybody there, whether, whether they're clubs, uh, whether they're, uh, you know, uh, civilians, it's always just having a good time and uh, everybody seems to get along. Um, we really don't have a lot of, uh, of violence. Unfortunately, accidents happen uh, like every typical rally. That's, that's usually the biggest news coming out of Red River is, is, you know, the motorcycle accidents, the unfortunate deaths that happen due to that because, you know, the type of riding that's out here, very, uh, very mountainous, windy back, uh, you know, uh, switchbacks and whatnot on the roads. And uh, a lot of people aren't used to that. And, you know, we get a ton of people from Colorado that comes in. We're right there on the border. And uh, so it, it, it's usually it's usually a good time, period. Mm -hmm. No drama. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mark. Well, no, I, that's, uh, you know, that's what the events are supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, vendors that go in there and, uh, you know, this might be the one or two things they do for the year. You know, they're not all the big, you know, super uh, big companies like Harley and, you know, Vance and Hines and all the big companies. I mean, there's a smaller leather shops and mom and pop patch places and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff that, uh, that want to go and they want to spend the Memorial Day, hopefully making probably 20% of what they're going to make in a year. And then obviously, so uh, uh, was it shut down the next day? Excuse me. It was shut down. Uh, the, the the town of uh, Red River pulled all the permits, all the uh, vendor permits that next day. So they weren't able to open up. They were all pretty much told to pack up and leave. Um, I did see some news, local news footage. Uh, interviewing some vendors and uh, they're they're taking a big hit. You know they studied yeah. two two full days of uh, of potential uh, money making opportunities that were uh, cut short. And tomorrow morning, I'm actually going to have more news on the vendors because there is outrage out there about this. But do you think that this is going to be held next year? And if it is, what kind of precautions do you think the town's going to take? You know, I think I think it will be held. It, it's a it's a big it's a big event. It's obviously a big money maker for for the town. You know, it's it's a ski resort for the most part. So, you know, they can make their money in the winter and you, during this event uh, for the most part. So, I think it will be held. I think they will probably it'll probably be a no colors event. Uh, which is unfortunate because that affects all of us. Um, and uh, just listening to the mayor the other day, I, I, that's the sense I'm getting is, is she's kind of playing it down a little bit, saying, you know, it's an isolated event, using terms like that, which, you know, leads me to believe, reading between the lines, that she's trying to kind of calm everybody down. And, you know, and, and in all reality, it was an isolated event. And, uh, it's unfortunately it blew up internationally at this point. Does this make you uh, rethink about going to major rallies? No, not at all. Um, that's, that's kind of what I, that's one of my passions and that's kind of what my channel's built on 
showing again the good of what happens at rallies and uh and the rights at the rallies you know mm. somebody again if you can one of my moderators put el buffalo's channel in uh, the uh description or in uh the chat right now and also professional monkeys uh channel in the chat big smitty's in there put them in there uh because they do a lot i know uh monkey does with the uh Sturgis stuff he's almost at a hundred thousand so get his ass over to a hundred thousand over there man that helps everybody out nice uh, i'm glad uh buffalo you're not rethinking about motorcycle rallies because I really do enjoy them type of channels because, uh, you know, usually we're stuck in biker news and club stuff. We're a different niche within the scene. And your channels are really what this lifestyle is all about. I appreciate that. And uh, I love me some professional monkey as well. He's, uh, one, of my, <laughs> one of my uh, closest uh, brothers. So, uh, Rock on, man. Uh, rock on. But I do appreciate uh, you coming on, uh, Buffalo, uh, letting us know that there is good that happened at that rally, that it is a great rally uh, that's held every year. Thanks for that, Mike. And, uh, you know, people should continue going to the rallies because it was an isolated incident. Uh, but your final thoughts on everything, uh, Buffalo? You know, it... In the, the video I just posted, and I really felt the need, I needed to post that because I did see a lot of negativity uh, in the news. Um, so by the past turnaround video I ever made, um, but it was it was to to point out exactly that. There, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of fun uh, up until that point. You know, we had some bad weather, and that didn't hinder anybody. Uh, everybody was still enjoying themselves and having a good time. I, I, human nature, I keep my head on the swivel no, no matter where I go, uh, right. especially at rallies. And I got no sense of impending doom like you do sometimes. You see, you know, people gathering up and huddling up and doing those types of things and didn't see any of that. So uh, it was shocking to me that it happened um, because. That's that's not what's supposed to happen at this rally, especially Memorial Weekend, where we're there to, you know, honor the fallen soldiers. And uh, it's it's unfortunate that this happened. And um, I hope uh, people don't look at uh, New Mexico in a bad light or this rally and continue to support it uh, if it continues, which I think it will. Uh, but yeah, support your rallies and support your uh, fellow uh, uh, bikers and enjoy enjoy the freedoms that they gave us well i you know what before you go i hope that uh you know channels like uh you uh monkey uh smitty all of them uh talk about some of the uh precautions that you might want to take uh while going to rallies i don't go to major rallies because i don't I don't support corporations, crap. But anyway, uh, for those that do go, if you guys uh, throw a video on what you have to watch for, all that kind of stuff, and to be safe. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Love everybody. Um, I'll jump into the chat if you don't mind. and uh, Go for uh, it, man. Everybody enjoy out there. the rest of the program. Thanks. Make, make sure you put your uh, links in there once in a while, man. I'll do that. Appreciate it. Rock on, buddy.
We got VPS joining us right now, and uh, he is like, man, you're like a PI, my man, man. I love your coverage with the Hell's Angel deal. My God, it's rock just, and uh, roll. It's, it's connections in the right places, I guess, and uh, I don't know. It's I, I don't even have an answer for it, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to turn it down either, you know? Oh, hey, Marco, you got this one, man. Well, hey, Vegas. No, uh, we did a uh, little uh, video yesterday. I can't remember days of running into each other day before, but uh, I know uh, there's been, in, in, like I said earlier in the show, uh, you know, obviously when things are breaking, things are happening, you're getting eyewitness reports. Uh, you actually had people that were actually there uh, exactly in the locations that are there happening and um and things you know, you learn after a day or two that oh well, I didn't they didn't remember this the correct way or that wasn't this, and then and, and all the chaos we missed that or whatever. So uh, let's just get uh, a complete update, a new slate of everything that we've learned, uh, what you know, how how we got to where we are here today, and uh, and and just kind of let you go with with the uh, the knowledge and the, all of the resources that you have. But first, uh, I'd have to ask Marco, is there any corrections that need to be made? Because we should make the corrections first. There yes, are so corrections. There's a, there's a glaring one that needs to be spoken on right away, and that's the ambulance. Uh, call it an overzealous uh, ambulance driver calling in the cops. People, when, when they were listening on the scanners, they're hearing all of this going on. And it's the scanner people that were telling me that there was, they were actively firing on the ambulance. What it really was, was one of the Bandito support clubs following that ambulance to the hospital. So that did happen. There was just, there was no firefight. There was no shootout with the police. And you got to take that one on the chin and say, hey, somebody, you know, somebody, gave us a little bit of bad information when it comes to something like that. But everything that happened between them on the street is they're still standing by every bit of it. And, and the person that I'm talking to was, was standing right next to a car right next to where it happened. Mm -hmm. So, well, one of the important things when uh, something like this is going on is to make sure that you have a lot of verification that way you don't uh, have it taken on the new uh chin right that's one of the reasons why i wait for it to come out in the news because they they put it out i didn't but go ahead man well if if say we go by the news right now the news i spoke to omen from the bandito's brother today his little brother and uh it was heart-wrenching now he was is crying. he, he, he is got he me good? in tears omen is, is the the president is, of the banditos that was killed. Is he good with uh, you mentioning his name on the show? Absolutely. He's given me okay. permission to talk about their family dynamic. Uh, he wants that out there. He wants people to know that his brother, uh, he had to sit there and listen to that sheriff while he smirked, call his brother a gangbanger right. like eight times or seven times or whatever it was in 13 minutes. It was insane. And this is a man with nine children. This is a man whose little brother has Down syndrome and calls him on his iPad every morning and woke up this morning and had forgotten 
that his older brother that he calls every day has been killed. So he tried to call his older brother. Oh, man. This is a man. They had four brothers. Now there's two. They've lost half the brothers in that family over the last month. It's, it's family tragedy after family tragedy. And this family has to sit there. The cops won't tell them anything. And and they have to listen to this guy while he almost has a smirk on his face talking about shutting things down and pulling people over. And if you're going one mile an hour over because we don't know if you're a gangbanger. And, and they're putting his, their loved one out there like he's just some gangbanger. And they won't tell him anything. Well, this is why I wanted to bring you on, because obviously you have intimate knowledge of Omen and his family. You've talked to the family. You, It's not like you're just some guy reporting. This is something that's personal. And uh, can you just tell us a little bit about you kind of the conversation? And, and, you know, obviously he gave you a blessing to talk about it and, and to put, you know, put things online and stuff like that, because that's what a lot of people on my TikTok, oh boy, they were real upset about that. But I mean, this is not something that we're just throwing out there. This is something that you've done a lot of, uh, you're obviously your investigative research in it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh it was a long conversation. And, and the first thing he said was, thank you, because I, I need to know, I need to know what happened to my brother, you know, and, and the cops, they're not saying anything to anybody, of course. Yeah. They're not going to say anything. They're keeping it tight lipped. And that's something that the family has to just assume. Uh, so yeah, a hundred percent agree with you on that. Yeah. And, and a lot of it comes to speculation when you're talking to a family member and you're trying to figure it all out. So we know this happened, right? We know, Omen walked up to Shady. Shady pulled out and shot Omen and then shot him three more times. Now, well, who's, who's Shady for those that are just joining us? Shady uh, is the president of the Water Dogs. So it all started, there was a picture taken between, and it's not the National Disciples, it's it's the Disciples. Uh, I don't even think they have an MC next to their name. Right. Yeah, that was another thing because there is another disciples, and I probably got four hundred uh, notifications. Uh, so we right. want to be very clear on on what picture it is and what what club they are because there I'll, is a national. Yeah, I'll send you the patches. Okay, uh, but I will not put the patches up because the disciples are they're innocent in this. Really, uh, they were just hanging out with another club, having fun. The banditos took exception to that. Uh, because they did not like these disciples. Then there was a picture that was put up on on Shady's Facebook of the Water Dogs and the Disciples riding together. This caused a beef. The Water Dogs pulled their support for the Banditos. Omen and another Bandito brother and a few that were around kind of hanging back confronted them about that. And Shady pulled on him. And, and it ended with the loss of two banditos, one water dog. And, and Shady was injured, you know, uh, a few banditos. It's a gnarly story. It, it's, it's. <clears throat> yeah. And again, we, uh, we don't got, uh, none of us have independent uh, corroboration of this, do we? I know I don't got uh, into of how it went out because usually what I do is go by core papers and uh, what's in the news and stuff. And again, so I try, 
I use the court documents when it comes to the court trials, right? But when it comes to you, I, I've been through the court system so many times and I've read my own paperwork and been like, what the hell are they even talking about? I've, mm. I've pled guilty to charges that I did not even commit because the plea deal was so good. Right. You know, so you just, and you know, none of the banditos are talking. So you got to think probably the only people are normal everyday citizens that were ducking for cover when this happened and maybe some water dogs. I don't want to say yes or no, because I don't know, but you better believe no banditos filed a report or said anything. So everything is going to be water dog heavy in those police reports. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you have to go by eyewitnesses. Now, the eyewitnesses that I have are also the type of people that are not going to fill out a police report. So. And to be clear, you, the, you know, at least one of the people were 15 feet from what happened. Yes. So it's not yeah, like and, you're getting and, it. And watching the entire scene go down because right. that was what they were there to do. Right. So, uh, you know, and you also have to worry about the clubs throwing throwing you information to try and make themselves look good, right? But sometimes the clubs will reach out to people like us because they need their story out there. Right. They need to know that Shady pulled the trigger first, mm -hmm. right? And by the they way, everybody uh, that was arrested is innocent until uh, they go to trial and stuff. That's a very uh, important thing that we have to put out. This, again, is speculation from eyewitnesses, and it's not a jury trial or any of that. Absolutely not. And uh, really, it's going to come down to footage, because once that footage starts getting pulled from all the shops, right? then you'll really have your clear answer. But obviously, Omen did not pull because had he pulled, he probably wouldn't have been hit four times. You know, he didn't he didn't even have a chance to pull anything out. It just. Yeah, whatever happened, happened. And it was eight seconds and it was over. So just to reiterate for everybody, that's because we got a lot of people coming in and out. Number one, the, the correction we're making is the ambulance was not shot up. It was not shot into. That was an ambulance driver that was scared for his life because he saw a group of motorcyclists behind him and around him who were just trying to follow it to the hospital. Got crazy on the scanner saying they're 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 chasing me. We're, you know, I need help. And then so that's where that report came out because we have people that are on the scanners. Right. And then the, the disciples is there is other disciple clubs. And I'll be very clear because, uh, you know, you know, and, and, but you stand by the fact that the picture that we put up on the show is the picture is, that that they, is the picture of the disciple. That is the picture that caused all of this. And I okay. have another one that I'll send you that shows shady with the uh, president of the disciples next to him. And, right. and you guys will be better at deciphering the patches, obviously. Uh, but they are, disciples they are just not they're like disciples in new mexico uh and i don't think they're an mc they are not the disciples mc yeah. so basically uh what you're hearing and uh a lot that's being put out on the internet and again i haven't uh, confirmed any of this stuff was that uh the banditos were pushing up on the water dogs 
and the water dogs wasn't happening it is basically in a nutshell what is being said right now and again this isn't confirmed but uh go ahead yeah absolutely and even when i spoke to omen's brother i i was clear about that too i said i tend to stand by you know the clubs that will stand up for themselves you know it's it's the honorable you, you know you're outnumbered, you know that you're smaller, you know, and and now that now that there's another club in New Mexico, uh, you might see a little bit of this happening every now and then because people right. are going to be forced to choose. And another uh, a big club you're talking about. Um, so and just to be clarify, you've talked to Omen's family, his brother. He's fine with us talking about it, putting it out, and uh, the, all the stuff that we have uh, because uh, they want to get their side of the story out. They want their their brother, their father, their uh, uncle, uh, at least put in a, in a light where you know you can at least know the information about him. Yeah, that he was that an actual person, that he was right. an actual man, not this. You know, I mean, everybody knows the life, right? All those men have have mothers. All of those yeah. men have children. You know, they're not just running around robbing banks all day long. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem with that is what you're going to have a lot of people say is if you're doing gang stuff, well, obviously you're a gang. You can't hide under the umbrella of a club. Right. And, and that's going to be a fight that goes on till the end of time. Right. Uh, people just stand where they stand on that, and they argue where they argue on that. Right, right. Now, uh, one thing that I had some concern, and Marco uh, put that uh, to us in the back room, there's actually a family of one of those that are involved that are pretty scared right now. And yes. that's something that is natural but i can't see the club going after the family but go ahead with that margo well i got a very sweet uh thing on my i'm trying to i'm, I'm telling you and i'm not bragging or anything but i'm trying to keep up with TikTok is going so fast i can't literally keep up with it so i'm getting so many messages and a lot of mis and disinformation but this uh, lady uh hit me up i want to read it so i don't get it wrong uh she uh um she is the sister of um Castillo, the sergeant at arms that uh, is in that's in custody, um, and uh, obviously, you know, she's just again, you know, I don't think half of my family knows. I mean, they know that I, I'm in a club, and they know I'm a biker or whatever, but they don't know the inner workings of what happens. So, just like a normal person, they hear all this is on the news; it's all over social media, and they hear about their brother, and he's the one that got arrested, and they hear about the banditos, and they're they're scared; they have no idea what happens, and so she asked me uh if uh if she could come on and at least say look you know we, our brother is that's his own business we love him uh you know i don't want to speak for her but so i'm, I'm actually going to text her now and to see I, I told her she could call or she could uh, come in but uh obviously they're very scared of retaliate re retaliation so i actually when talking to omen's brother omen's brother is the same way uh he said we couldn't be farther apart in life i, I don't know anything about his club life he says, and he asked me straight out, he says, do you think that we should be scared? Yeah, that's exactly what they said. And I said, I absolutely, they are not going to be coming to your house to double down uh, the, the water dogs. They're not coming for you. If you hear motorcycles outside, it's probably the banditos 
and they're checking to make sure that everything's safe in your neighborhood. This is well, not. I think, I'll think I'll go out on the limb and say that none of these bigger clubs are going to go after the family. That's, no. you know what, that's never how it's done. And I like to put her at uh, ease and hopefully not eat my words, but that's not the clubs that I know that do that kind of stuff. Well, no. here's the problem here, and I want to interject because of this this state police guy calling these guys gangbangers. Because let me tell you something that would do that is a gangbanger, uh, somebody that that is that that has no that you know that's a different lifestyle that that probably would retaliate. The mafia. I mean, they're all there's history of everywhere of going after somebody's family to get to somebody else. That is written. That is not me making that up. You can read that in almost any you know if you're talking about gangs, cartels, uh, you know. Uh, that type of stuff. So when somebody's portraying that and they're using the term gangbanger, which is why, again, we wanted to come on and, and not really, and, you know, not in Omen's defense, so to speak, but at least to say, hey, this is not what this person is. This is not what shady is. These, these guys aren't these things. Yeah, uh, something happened. And yeah, people got hurt and died. And, and we, we, we'll straighten all that out. But you can't label them. And the, uh, we know the reason they label them that is because it's easier to go after them, Rico. Uh, it brings in a whole bunch of other things that you can do to a club uh, once you label them as a, as a gang. But um, th there's a very real consequence for labeling somebody that. And of course, the, the politicians and the police don't give it a crap about it. Oh, that's very true, man. Very true right there. But we need to uh, educate and let them know that even though the cops uh, said they were gangbangers and stuff, that does not mean they're coming after them. I don't believe that the Ditos would do that. And uh, it, it, we just need to calm them down, I think, and hopefully not have egg on our face after that. If you ask me what the worst position on the planet would be right now as being a water dog and wearing that patch running around. So there's going to be a beef between those two forever now. Until it mm. ends, until one of them bows out and they all leave. But families are off limits. And these men aren't that dishonorable, you know. And, and obviously, they're checking up on the family members of, of their club. They're not going to be out there hunting. They don't, they know better. They know better than to do something like that. They have more honor to, than to do something like that. And, and love them or hate them, any of the big clubs, like you said, Nobody's going after somebody's family. No. Yeah. Uh -uh. yeah. I mean, and if she I mean, wants to call in, Marco, I got the line open for her right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll see, I, I texted her. So I, I mean, obviously they're scared. Her and her, she was going to talk to her sister. These are two ladies that probably have no idea uh, what's going on. I feel terrible for them. I tried to, as soon as I saw the message, I tried to, to get back. So, um, you know, and maybe us just mentioning it now is, is good enough. Cause I, I mean, I told her that they could either come on video or on the phone, but. We'll see. I, I just text her again. So just, you bring up you bring a lot of issues up, BPS, and you just said they're probably never going to get along and stuff like that. And there's going to be a lot of bad blood. Uh, do you find the case that maybe they can sit down and try to sort this out after time's gone by? Now, Omen was too loved. Omen was too loved in the water dogs. No, no hit to them. They're not big enough to force the banditos to the table to accept what happened. Uh, the water dogs are, are, are no longer going to be a club. And that's, that's what I feel. I feel like, like I told Marco, at least 85, 90% of them are 
burning their patches right now, trying to get them out of their house and, and looking for a different place to go because do you have any uh evidence of this that they're burning their patches or any of that no 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 of course not but uh can you think of a more miserable place to to be right now than in the position of these these club members uh, you know they might ride till the wheels fall off you never know but uh, it's a huge, huge target. I know, like you said, I mean, it's one thing, you know, I mean, this is a major club you're talking about. And if it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's been beefs between clubs that we all know for 50, 60 years. So, I mean, and that's, you know, I mean, that's just, unfortunately, that's a byproduct of, of being in the club, being a member and, and, and carrying on the tradition of, of what's going on. But, mm -hmm. Well, uh, I know Nitro's uh, in the chat. Go visit his. He has a good channel out there as uh, well. Uh, a lot of good uh, creators in here tonight. If you guys are a creator on YouTube, put your stuff in the, the comments section, man. You guys can go ahead and uh, do that type of stuff. Uh, but what's the law uh, enforcement uh, moving forward going to look like in uh, New Mexico? Obviously, no colors, like uh, like Buffalo said, and that hurts the small clubs that are just a brotherhood that like to walk around. Uh, I don't. He had, he said that colors were allowed last year, but I'm pretty sure the Banditos weren't allowed back. They had been on like a four year ban, and this was the first year they were allowed back. Mm. And. Here we go. You're on air with Hollywood Marco on the Motorcycle Madhouse Monday Night Raw show. Who are we talking to? Um, my, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying my name. You don't have to say your name, honey. Yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, it's fine. Um, I am. A family member, yeah. We're we are. I have someone else on the line with me. We are family members of, um, one of the water dogs involved in the incident. Okay. Go ahead, Marco. You to take this one. Yeah. So I know. Uh, hey, I I talked to you on the phone, and now uh, we we uh, you know I said to you so uh, just. And just so you know, we've talked about it a little bit here, and uh, it's our feeling. Of course, we don't speak for the club at all, uh, but uh, we've been around this for a while, and, and <laughs> I mean, this would be this would be a precedent set that's probably I can't even off the top of my head think that that it, anybody's ever gone after anybody's family members. Traditionally, they're they're all so uh, we've kind of discussed it. But uh, what do you want to just put out there? Uh, I'm sure people are listening, and um, and and we just know that you are a family member of a water dog. And what would you like to just say? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think a big part is, uh, you know, they were out there without their vest, the colors. I don't know the the correct that's, way to that, say that's that. You. Um, so yeah. they were, you know, I, I mean, it's not like they went out there looking for problems, and they they weren't even wearing their their colors, you know. See, that's a new detail right there. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't have to give any, I mean, just, to, you know, yeah. So, I mean, just whatever it is that you want to say and you want to get off your chest, you've got a live platform here with thousands of people watching. 
Well, definitely that the narrative that's being pushed about the main suspect that's been released, Jacob Castillo, is way off base. Um, he's painted as some kind of thug, as some kind of criminal, as some kind of gangbanger, and he's the farthest thing from that. He has no priors. He's never been involved in an incident like this, and and for people to be spewing as much hate as they are is heartbreaking. And we're our prayers are with the family of this of this entire situation, the family members of everybody that's passed, of everybody that's been involved, and. I, we want people to understand that this yeah. is our family and he is not this criminal. He is not this killer. He is not this person that they're trying to make him to be. Yeah. You know, already we have hate. We're getting hate. We're seeing hate everywhere. There's pictures it, everywhere. Yeah, it's so can I can I say something to you? My name's Rick, by the way. Yeah. Um, from what I'm he hearing went down, I know it's a, a really hard time for you and your family right now. But from every bit of what I've I've been told, uh, Jacob fired in uh, protecting himself and and uh, the people around him, and I don't think that they have a solid case against him uh chris on the other hand is definitely a different story but uh he, he didn't fire until it, somebody had already taken one of his club brothers life in front of him and and was about to shoot him and it's it's we just we have we've no as much as everybody else knows, we know absolutely, you know, we have to keep checking the news. We've heard no word from our brother. Um, yeah. We've wow. nothing, you know, and we just don't understand why he's the one that's plastered everywhere. It, you know what I mean? And with us, it's the same thing that like, we know nothing and, and like, we're just trying to grasp the understanding and we sure. just, we just want people to know He's a good person. Can you tell us about your brother and and you know be a, let's bring bring a a, a personal uh, you know let's put a, a face to the person instead of just somebody in the news. Just tell us about your brother and 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 get that side of the story out because the news is not going to be concerned with that. Yeah. You want to go? Well, I mean, he's you know a family member. I mean, he's a good guy. He has a good heart. He's a dad. He's a husband. He's you know a good a good guy. I mean, like she mentioned, he doesn't have a criminal background. I mean, it's not like he's out there doing anything crazy. Um, you know, he's a family guy. I mean, he has two two little kids. You know, he's not he's not a bad guy. Have you heard it all from him? there um, have you heard at all from him as a have you been able to talk to him or get a family member in to see him no we have not been able to have a single word we use nothing has his bail been set no we don't we don't really have any information at all i mean we've tried to contact people and 
we're not having very much luck at, at all. The, anything. the best no. way, the best way no. to find out would be to call a bail bondsman and give them his name and birthday, and they will find out every bit of information of what he's charged with, when his next court date is, how much his bail is, if there is any, all of that. Don't get a lawyer. Don't call the jail. Just call a bail bondsman. Well, he's not even listed in the New Mexico courts or anything yet. Like we can't find him listed anywhere. Yeah, he he will be. I know it's really hard, and uh, I want to let everybody know that we're we we feel with you. We probably have all been similar, close to the situation, having a loved one have something happen to him, and it, it sucks right now because you're not getting any information from anybody, um, and you're not sure what to believe, and you're seeing all this stuff on social media. So our thoughts and our prayers are with you guys. Um, and uh, obviously, if there's anything I can do personally, I will help you. Uh, like I said uh, today uh, in our text, I will do as anything that I, in my power that I can do. It. Um, but I just want you to know that right now he's at least in custody. He's he's going to be he's 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 there. And, and then you'll find out what's going on. And then when all this shakes out, he'll be able to have his day finally in court. It's going to be excruciating for a while because you're not going to know because they are really good at keeping all the details. But uh but I do, I do know that you guys were scared of retali retaliation, and that uh, that you didn't want anything to happen, and, and we feel that that is is not going to be a, a problem for you guys. Regardless yeah, of we're what, not, we're, we're really not. I mean, too familiar with all this. I mean, you know, obviously the Water Dogs is like a little local club, and they, you know, the back says ride free. I mean, it's not anything about any of this other stuff. So we we don't know when. I, you know, I mean, people saying stuff and again, reading stuff and I, you know, it's just so, so hard to say. And obviously, you know, I mean, everybody has families and kids and, you know, I mean, it's just scary to think that something could, could happen. Um, or, you know, and I, I mean, hopefully that's not the case, but again, I mean, there's been so much hate and talk and I, nobody knows, you know, regardless what you're hearing from uh, the police, as far as gangbangers and stuff, that's not how uh, usually that a one percenter club uh, operates. Usually it's uh, hands off on families and stuff like that. Uh, but I can't speak, uh, you know, hardcore on the subject. That's just what I know from the past. Right. Yeah. And their family. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, like, like she had mentioned, too. I mean, our prayers go out to everybody that that wasn't in, involved as, as well. <laughs> Um, so I've been in touch with the family of the, the banditos, uh, and they they are just like you. They're, they're not involved in it. They're scared. They think that somebody's going to try and come hurt them, and, and they're fearing because all of this came down, and they don't even know anything about it. You know, yeah, uh, I mean, and that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of where we're, we're at too. You know, it was all, we were all so blindsided by, by sure. watching everything. And I, I saw the news at first and was a little freaked out. We kind of try to reach out and, you know, so this weekend has been a freaking, I mean, a horrible, horrible weekend. And that's one thing that everybody needs to understand. It's you, when there's a situation like this, yeah, it's usually involving, uh, the actual people, but you know what a lot of the guys don't uh, realize it actually affects the family as well of the uh, Participants and that's unfortunate uh, That the family yeah. has to feel this way 
Yeah, yeah. but you're not a, you're not alone, and you're not the you're not the only one. So there's solace in that. There's other families, especially on the on the other side, that are feeling the same thing. So, um, you know, just uh, just try to you know the best time is to hang out with your family. Try to come up with a plan. You'll hear something soon enough. And uh, and and again, we'll try to we'll try to keep you. Uh, just keep texting me back and forth, and I'll try to keep you. If I hear of anything, I'll let you know. But um, and just know that we're all we're all praying with you. And this is you know, I mean, this is. I'm glad you guys came on because this shows the other side. We talk a lot about one side of clubs because we're all in that side. But there's another side. Obviously, the family members, the friends, the people that uh, that aren't have nothing to do with it, and now they're affected. Uh, here and and definitely, I'm glad that you were at least uh, able to come on our show. I really appreciate you guys. Well, we appreciate you giving us a platform for a moment to be able to speak on his behalf and and just have a conversation in regards to it. We thank you guys. Uh, uh, you know thank what? You. No problem. If you ever need anything, give us a call and stuff like that. And uh, let his kids know to keep their heads up. You know. Uh, sad stuff for everybody that's going on right now but we do appreciate you calling in yeah thank you guys thank you yeah take care i'm gonna i'm gonna open the phone line to those that want to come on and uh put their words in uh remember i don't got uh call holding or any of that stuff so we're gonna take you one at a time if i uh disconnect you while you're calling in just call back when the other caller is uh off uh but there is the studio line right there 847-957-1656 to uh give your opinions but going off of that marco what do you uh think uh about how the family's feeling because family members are dealing with this as much as the participants yeah, well, it gives you great insight to exactly what's happening, and and when you when you choose this life, uh, you know you, you obviously are making a choice for yourself, but uh, you, there are your choices affect a lot of other people that you may not think of, and it's certainly I'm not just saying that on a soapbox that that's for myself and everyone included, but uh, you can hear the scared and the and the sorrow and the confusion, and I I, I really uh, I really hope they uh, they 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 find solace because I know it's tough. What's up? You're on the Madhouse uh, Monday Night Raw with everybody. Uh, who am I talking to? What's up, guys? It's Sasquatch. Sasquatch, my boy. What's up, man? What's up, man? Here's my deal. Like, I know that just because they wear a diamond don't make them a, a criminal. But it's getting hard. Like, you know, it's getting hard to defend when they're doing some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, like. I just always thought there was a time and a place. I can't speak for a club. I just feel like they're fucking it up. Or, I'm excuse me, they're messing it up for everybody. And like it's just going to be a long summer for everybody. Whether you're on, you know, on two wheels, whether you have a patch or not, they're going to search everybody. It just makes for a lot of complications, um, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, do you agree with the uh, generalization of what the cops are uh, saying? Uh, uh, do you ag agree or disagree with the generalization of how the cops are portraying this in the media? I disagree because, like I said, like you can't take just because, um, just because, they, like I said, just because they wear a diamond, that has nothing to do with them being a criminal. Just because they ride a motorcycle, you know what I mean? I don't believe that that they should be catching them for one mile an hour over 
but this is what our government's been waiting for. This is what the low, this is what law enforcement has been waiting for for enough of this shit to happen to where they can crack down, mm-hmm. where they can turn it into Australia, to where they can't. You know what I'm saying? Where they can put all these messed up laws on the book. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, you know, when they came back from World War II, that that's the reason why they started right. You know what I'm saying? So like, it just it just blows my mind that, that we've got, and not, not only that, but there's certain clubs that's been off the charts for a couple of months now, and it's not looking good. That's true. Right, right. Well, I appreciate the, the, You got any more uh, thoughts on this uh, Sasquatch? Because I know we're going to be lighting no. up the calls coming in. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, sir. That's it. Thank you. Rock on, man. I appreciate the support. And always, uh, if you want to call in, 847-957-1656. Here we go with another one. You're on the air with uh, Motorcycle Madhouse Monday Night uh, Raw. And we're talking about uh, the coverage of the Banditos and the Water Dog shooting with uh, Vegas Profile. And uh, go ahead. Who are we talking to? I'm a local club president out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thanks for being on our show. Absolutely. The only problem that I have with what's been reported is that there's an innocent club that is being thrown into the mix. This is a problem between Red and Gold and Water Dogs. It keeps getting brought up about the disciples in this picture. There's nothing that two 99% clubs can't ride together. What would this picture do to set this off? And now with the disciples' name being thrown in the mud, like it has something to do with them, this is deeper than that. This is club politics between two clubs that none of us are ever going to get to the bottom of unless we're part of those clubs. Very well said. One good good thing that would... uh, going around throwing a club in or or throwing this innuendo about a pitcher it has nothing to do with a pitcher. You know, red and gold does not force support here. They don't charge dues. They're not breathing down our necks. You know, those clubs were part of a confederation of clubs. Um, this this city's pretty safe. It's fine to run colors. We run into red and gold all the time without issue. Um, that the narrative is it's politics between two clubs. They got these two clubs in this situation. How, um, so how, 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 do, how do we fight back but, against that narrative that's uh, all it's internationally right now? That's the narrative. How would we well, getting, fight you guys, back? You guys are getting this stuff about a pitcher with no context. You know, what? how would a pitcher do this? How would a pitcher do that? There's some stuff that's just between clubs and needs to just stay there. Uh, it's not our business, right? Um, unfortunately, it spilled over to the street. And even with people standing right there, the stories are not getting told accurately. Everybody has a different perception of what's going on. Yeah. The, pro- the, problem, with, the, the problem with the, it's none of our business stuff is it actually is business, uh, in that business, but everybody has now seen this internationally and it's become the public's business because uh, the incident could lead to different type of profiling laws it could be uh where people go around trying to say hey this is another mass shooting so yes it's in the public's uh interest to hear about this and it it doesn't help that it's reported that there was a shootout with an ambulance 
that doesn't help. And oh, I agree. Bad. I agree. One, I believe that one thousand percent. I didn't even know about that, but uh, yeah. Go. Yeah. Uh, uh, you talked about the ambulance VPS while we got our caller. What would right. you like to say about that? Uh, that's people being on the scanners, and then separate people corroborating it, saying that they saw the club following off, leaving the scene and then following the ambulance. And then somebody else on a scanner saying that they heard the ambulance call in saying that they were trying to actively uh, stop the ambulance to yeah. get the guy in the back. So uh, people get out of, out of control with their stories, you know? Yeah. People watch gangland and turn everything in to an episode of sons of anarchy, you know, it, exactly. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. But uh, can I just ask you one quick question? Because I, I know, I, and I get a lot on TikTok. I try to start answering everybody, but it's impossible. So, can you clear up the? Is there another Disciples Club? Or is the one in Albuquerque not related to the nationwide one? How are you different? Is there at least can we get some clarity on that so that I can at least report it uh, fairly for you guys? There is a Disciples MC here. They are their own club based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. They wear an Albuquerque bottom rocker with an NM initials on the bottom of that rocker. Um, but they are not a national, not affiliated with the National Disciples. Okay. Right. That, that, thank you very much for that, because that was uh, a, 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 obviously a point of contention. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when we were talking about it, like it wasn't on my mind to to even think about the national disciples. You know, it was this small Christian charter or chapter yeah. from New Mexico, but they are called disciples. You know, yeah. Uh, we got a, we got a rather large local affiliation. Yeah, I mean they they got a decent sized club in Albuquerque. Well, one yeah. thing that uh, you have to remember about these kind of incidences, uh, witnesses, they could be standing right next to each other and they see two different totally things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you got to be real careful about going off of eyewitness testimony. It's and the it's some of the worst, but you know, our, is, is our caller still on or did he leave? He, he left. Uh, just uh, he's probably still watching. Make sure you. Uh, I think I've been talking to him in my in my messages. So just message me after the show, man. I'd like to get a couple more. Um, just talk to you about a few things. But uh, eyewitness testimony is one of the worst testimonies you can possibly have. It gets screwed all the time. The problem is when something breaks like this. And again, um, you know, we did a live the the second that this was going on. We're trying to get details from other people. We always say, look, this is speculation. We are not the only one that I actually named was a banditos because I saw that in a news report. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's it happens on CNN, it happens on Fox, it happens on MSNBC. You you get a report out, somebody says something, they talk to them, they're not sure. So we do apologize. I do, for myself at least, and I know if we, VPS is not going to put out false information, but trying to get you the latest and try to figure it out and going with what people say. I mean that you know that was a, a product, a byproduct of doing live TV. I mean that just I mean, uh, but you know, so are you understand? Nine hours after are you after on the line? What's Hold that? On I think we still got him on the okay, line. Are okay. you on the line? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, you got the open line right now. I mean, that's just the thing. Is uh, hopefully it gets 
you know, the disciples name can kind of get cleared out of this whole yeah. mix. Well, that's um, what I want to do for sure. Um, hey, can you, uh, I don't know if you heard me, but uh, just text me in my, in my inbox, you and I are talking and we'll, we'll finish the conversation there because I really want to report exactly what you're saying. Okay. Right. And uh, right, another yep. call coming in. Thanks, uh, so that's also you, uh, he hung up. Uh, if you want to call back, you to call back. Uh, just make sure you turn YouTube down or whatever you're listening to on because you're going to get super confused. Yeah, you got to turn down uh, the radio and stuff like that if you're on that or if you're on uh, YouTube, make sure you turn that down. Go ahead. You guys can call in 847 957 1656. Uh, we're talking about uh, the coverage of uh, the Banditos and the Water Dogs shooting with VPS. Go ahead, uh, VPS. So that's also why I said that I won't be putting the patch uh, or the, the picture of, you know, the, the disciple because yeah. this isn't their beef. Right, says, and you, you we know, said that. Yeah, you said yeah. they were innocent in all this. They just right. were happy to be there. When, when you hear that, that means there's a call coming in. Uh, you're online right now uh, with the Madhouse. What's up? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, hey. This is out of Virginia. I, uh, I'm just getting on. I just saw that you guys were on, so I don't know what you guys have discussed previously, but earlier when they were talking about the Red River case, they had talked about uh, Matt Jackson from Austin, Texas, being one of the dudes that got locked up behind it. And I was just wondering if anybody had heard any news about him possibly being released or whatever, you know, anything, any good news for Matt Jackson. Uh, in, the, in that chopper world, he's a very, very famous dude, you know, a very well-respected dude. Uh, we just, I guess we're kind of just wondering what's going on with him. Sure. Uh, I have not heard anything personally if, through everything that I've read. Um, you know, this is uh, thanks for calling, by the way, man. We appreciate you being on our show. Um, the police have been obviously they try to keep things on wrap. Usually this seems like it's extra tight. Obviously, it's an active investigation. They're still I mean, the, you heard earlier if you listen to the Oh, he just said he just chimed in. But we had family members that don't know what's going on with somebody. It was directly arrested. So there's not a lot of information out right now. Yeah. Uh, right. The big thing you also got to understand is. This isn't like the local sheriff is probably, uh, you know, trying to talk to or interrogate. The feds are definitely involved in this. Yeah. So they've they've got them just whoever's involved is just locked in. They're not they're not doing anything but either talking to to defense attorneys or or talking to the cops or the feds. So it's you know they're going through it right now. They're bouncing off the walls in their cells or in their hospital beds. And uh, uh, the fact that nobody has heard from any of them is kind of a weird thing, though. You do right. get one call. I do know that, uh, maybe. But, you know, I think they have, if I can't remember, I think they can hold you 48 hours or maybe even 72, 72. without. Yeah, 72 without a call. So that release that came out. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, that that press release that that sheriff did today, he had mentioned that Matt Jackson was picked up uh, on on a having a gun inside of a liquor store or something. Yes, he said that it wasn't even directly related, but they had picked him up whatever just for being you know in his colors. Um, so I didn't know if there was any because I, I know there's other dudes. They probably Matt Jackson was part of the vice grips when all that stuff. The one that, that is trying to and, call and he held those dudes forever. The one that's yeah. trying to call in now. Uh, but you know what? I do appreciate your call. I got to get other calls in here. They're coming nasty. Yes, sir. Right, yeah. buddy. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Awesome. 
Yep, we'll update you if we get something. You're on the air right now with the Madhouse. Uh, well, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Good, man. Can you turn the uh, YouTube down or whatever you're listening to us on so uh, you don't get confused here? What uh, What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Matt. I'm calling from Albuquerque, New Mexico. All right. What do you got, Matt? Hey, I just uh, like watching you guys and speaking about this whole uh, this whole thing that happened up in Red River. And <clears throat> I'm not going to get too much into it because, you know, I'm, I have a really good dear friend that's, um, you know, involved in one of the clubs that was in this incident and they're being bashed. You know, it seems like, you know, with the police force, uh, badging, you know, badgering them, calling them all sisters and stuff. And, you know, like, man, I've been to so many benefits with them. They help the kids. Yeah. It's an unfortunate incident. But there's a lot more to this incident that people aren't going to ever know because, you know, there is issues going on with the disciples. And it is because of one person that's with them. And it's like, I'm not going to get involved because I, where I live, I live hot, you know, right in the middle of this little war zone that's about to pop off, you know. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm tired of it, you know, some people bad, you know bad-mouthing them, you know, and it's like, they're good people, yeah, the, the, it got out of control, and yeah. it's a sad incident, you know, and, you well, know. Well, you, know, uh, you know, a lot of clubs do good stuff, all of them, you know, raise money for charity, they have runs, and then, you know, I, I think there's a very famous quote, I don't know if it's from Sonny Barger, or I think, it, but, you know, they're, they never write about all the good stuff we do, it's only the bad stuff, and unfortunately, that's the way of the American media, uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly, and it, that 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 sheriff that kept calling them all gangbangers. You yeah. know, if people would uh, from out of state would actually look into uh, the police force here, they'll see they got bigger gangs here than the all these ones put together. Yeah, you know? yeah. they have. You know, they're all gangbangers themselves. You know. Yeah. So, well, thanks for calling us. Yep. Uh, for your show. We well, really appreciate yeah. you coming in, buddy, and supporting the yeah. show. Rock, man. Uh, we enjoy uh, hearing your thoughts on this. But uh, we'll let you go right now. Got another one coming in. Uh, How you doing? You're on the Madhouse. Who, who are we talking to? My name's Jarrett. Um, hey. I actually know VPS. How you doing, uh, Jarrett? Our specifics. Um. So I know my channel says supercars and people are probably thinking I don't know anything about the bike world, but (laughs) I rode all my life and I grew up around clubs, but I just wanted to say that this brings up uh, what happened in Montreal during the nineties. And I, it brings me, it makes me think that uh, it's going to happen. What happened there is when, uh, the war between the rock machine and the 81s uh, then spilled over into the public where the bomb uh, that blew up that Jeep ended up taking out a civilian child. And then it's going to then turn uh, the entire uh, populace against clubs 
when we all know that there's good people in, on both sides of the clubs. And, right. And, but then, right? Do you know? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, hundred percent. Like, yeah, hundred percent. By the uh, way, sorry. I want to send out an appreciation, uh, everybody on Madhouse Radio right now around the world. You guys, you're you're awesome. That's what I have to say. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just um, um, I got mad love for VPS. By the way, he has a great channel. Um, he, he does. Also my channel. Uh, I'm a disabled supercar vlogger. I used to ride. I had a bad work accident. And I fell four stories and I lost my ability to walk, which means I lost my ability to ride. But you guys keep me updated uh, with with what's going on in the biker world. I still have friends that are in clubs, and it just makes me um, sad to hear that this is going on um, still. Like I, every time I hear a cop use that word gang i cringe like it literally makes me sick to my stomach i bet um, man but uh you know know, i was never in a club like i like i i rode with uh clubs like i still support them to this day they're still my bros and i just hate it makes me cringe and i but it scares me i uh you know what you know what buddy i gotta cut you off we got another call coming in but we appreciate you calling in uh you guys do thank you you got it man thanks for calling us man and we'll check out your channel you're on the air with madhouse radio sorry for the wait man i really gotta get a system in here Mark. <laughs> yes you do God. hey how you doing hey pretty good hey it's chase what's up chase? chase? hey so <laughs> i know i was going crazy on the chat but what's it called uh you know i have a personal personal vendetta with those with those guys or whatever that's why you know there's so much hate uh but as far as uh, anybody losing their life you know that should never happen i don't give a shit what you know how much bad blood there is that that's uncalled for especially over especially over land that we're never going to be able to touch or take with us when we die right yeah, yeah no it's 100 chase my man <laughs> <laughs> oh man you got anything else chase before i go to this call yeah real real quick uh vs vps or whatever um i know i saw the last uh, video that you did with uh marco um your facts your i mean your statement as far as homitos goes is actually totally incorrect you're giving out wrong information okay i can take that you know Uh, so so can you set it straight for us can i can i what can you set it set it straight for us how, how did he get it wrong chase okay so homitos yes they're originators also dongo blast but it's not a prison you don't have to go to you don't have to go and link up with them in prison to be a part of them okay. uh, you know yeah it's originated through dongo blast but they're not it's not a prison gang it's you know unfortunately some people have been to prison that's that's all it is okay definitely uh Thank you for setting that straight for sure. And I do know about Tongo Blast way more than I know about Homitos. Uh, obviously, I had heard about the Homitos when this happened, basically. And, uh, you know, not knowing anybody from the club really hinders you being able to, to speak on clubs uh, accurately. So, right. 
Well, again, Chase, man, you're my man. Uh, I can't wait to see you tomorrow in members only and stuff, but I got to take this other one, man. You rock. See you, Chase. See you, buddy. You're on the air with the Madhouse. Who are we talking to? You're talking to Big Dave. How you doing tonight? What's up, Big Big Dave? Yeah, I just want to make a... uh, I was listening the last probably half hour or whatever. And those girls you had on, God love them, God bless them, and uh, good luck to the families. But uh, they mentioned that no, the, the water dogs weren't even wearing their cuts. But I yeah. don't know whether a few people are hearing on the news that said that the banditos wanted to take their cuts. So what's all that about? I mean, well, uh, I, I want to speak. Yeah, well, let me answer that first because, uh, and this is, <laughs> I wanted to steer the conversation away from that because I, I, one, I don't know if she knows what she's talking about and I didn't want to spread any more misinformation. That was certainly a nugget that, you know, VPS, I saw your eyes light up that we didn't hear of. So, and I haven't heard that report before, but I didn't want her to be involved in any more stuff. So, out of, out of security issues for her, I, we decided to move that conversation forward. But that was a nugget if you had good ears, which it sounds like you did. I will be digging really deep into yeah, that yeah. exact thing. Yeah. And another thing, a couple of gentlemen have commented to the point where, um, you know, like the speculation, like, look, I was never in a club. I've been riding highways for over 50 years. I know a lot of guys in a lot of different clubs. And you know what? I've helped them. They've helped me. I'm sure you can attest to that. You guys know the, know the business, right? But... I'll tell you, say one thing. You get involved in today, 10 years ago, like the Canada thing, whatever. You put a cut on, you better really know what club etiquette is. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you get yourself involved in something, whether it's miscommunication, uh, somebody says something about somebody, whatever like that, and then there's shit back. You know, and I feel for everybody involved. Because yeah. like you guys just said over and over again, these guys are fathers and sons. They got families, and I just wanted to make that point where you better know what you're stepping into before you step into it. Uh, Good advice, man. Uh, Appreciate you calling in. Uh, We got another one calling in. Uh, Welcome to Madhouse. Who are we talking to? This is Lance. Guys, great show, great show. What's up, Lance? This is also, you know, (laughs) the whole thing about it, you know, the families and all that, that's hard. It's tough, but it sucks, especially on Memorial Day. We all think of everyone. But another thing, they're going to come after. This is just giving them more juice to come after us gun carriers. Yep. Well, I think you know, that's one of the main We're fighting for our rights. Oh, you yeah. know, we're buying gun carriers. I think that's the uh, big problem that uh, more and more of these happen, not only in the biker community, but around Everywhere. the uh, country that, you know, it's just giving them reasons to uh, come after us and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it, it, and it sucks. It really sucks. I'm a 20 year Marine vet. You know, I did my time. I kept being able to keep my license, everything, you know, law abiding. Yeah. I love my guns and they're going to, you know, it just gives them more juice. And, you know, I'm not the only one, obviously, but yeah. thousands of we're just, it's just giving them more juice. I wish they would just, Grow up, man. Throw the fists. So you it's gotta you keep up your good work. Hey, well, first of all, on Memorial Day, thank you for your service, man. I do really appreciate you doing that and you putting your life on the line for us. Uh, I appreciate you calling, man. Yep, take care. All right. Rock you guys on. be safe. Love you all. Bye. Yeah, take care. 
lots of interest from uh, the scene on this one. And I think it's because it's affecting everybody at this point. Yeah. yeah some, something like this is going to be the reason why they start to pull your ability to wear a patch and carry a firearm. And then that's going to trickle down into how they're going to try to take it away from Joe public. Uh, but I think it starts with something like this. Yeah. There we, yeah go. No doubt. we got another one calling in and yes, uh, we're enjoying the call-ins and stuff, getting your thoughts, your feelings on everything that's going on. Uh, who are we talking to? I shouldn't even have to say that every damn time. <laughs> What? Hi, this is Lisa, and I, I know a guy that's in a motorcycle club. Um, his name is Chase. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to tell everybody that. All right, Danny, get off the phone, man. You're, you're wasting valuable time here, man. I don't find that a waste of time at all. That's cool. <laughs> the air. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Who are we talking uh, to? Well, I just want to look call in and talk about this i'm a, a gun owner and uh a scanner enthusiast and i did not know about this scanner issue that they had what where they heard it on a scanner sent somebody after them mm -hmm. right that was some funny shit with danny go ahead <laughs> uh that's uh well i got a lot of money invested in that kind of stuff and now all of albuquerque is gonna they're going to encrypt everything so fast in Texas. It's unbelievable now. Yeah. And probably around the world. Mm, right. They're killing digital scanning for sure. Uh, channels are going away. Yep. Rock on. Yes, man. They are. I agree. Totally. I I'm an enthusiast. I got SDRs, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff here, and I'm going to lose it all. Oh, it's man. That's yeah, because that of the well, I appreciate you calling in and, and listening in to us. Uh, I just got to keep going with the phones, uh, but uh, thanks right, for guys, the support. Thank you. Man. Have a good night. Love Take you care, guys. man. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, he hung up. Yeah, Marco, we're going to have to invest some money into a phone line here. Yeah, uh, I'll have to start looking at it. <laughs> But go ahead, you to call in again. We just, uh, you know, if you don't get through the first time, just keep calling in. We'll get you in on the phone line. It seems like a lot of people are starting to worry about uh, gun rights uh, coming out of this. Well, so, yeah. So tell me this. In your messages and in your comments, have I've had a lot of Australia and a lot of Canada yeah. in, my, in my messages and comments, and they all say the same thing. They're going to use this to do to you what they've done to us. This is how it starts. Uh, I think you and I were talking, uh, VPS, and uh, you know, this is uh, we might be seeing the front side of, and I don't want to get over dramatic and all that stuff, but uh, we may look back in five years to this point and say that's when everything started. Yep, I absolutely agree, a hundred percent. You're on air. What's up? What's going on? Hey, what's uh, your name? Where are you calling from, man? Make sure you turn down what you're listening on. Yeah, let me mute it for you. There we go. Yeah, right. I just want to touch base, you guys. Um, first time watcher, appreciate your insight and everything on uh, the topics that you're talking about. Um, actually, new back to riding, was off the bike for about ten years, looking at getting to a, uh, a club, looking at some different different areas. Kind of a concern. Um, one thing I was touched. You know, you guys are talking about. 
kind of where things are handled within the club, club business is club business. I was wondering what your opinion is of the guy posting the picture on a Facebook. You know, n- nothing, you know, may everybody rest in peace and none of this should have happened. But do you honestly think that would have been avoided without that picture being out for everybody to see? One of the biggest things I've always said is uh, keep your stuff off the Internet because once it's there, it's there. Uh, and uh, it's never a good idea <laughs> to start posting that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows if that's even the real reason why any of this started? Uh, if so, it's a kind of a crazy reason for something like this. Yeah, well, like uh, our caller from Albuquerque said, it, it doesn't really make sense that two clubs that aren't even diamonds were it, together would irritate somebody else. But we don't know if that's the jumping off point. Is that the, do you start to, hey, man, I saw the picture. Then you get into that. We don't really know the actual details of how the argument started. But it did involve the, the picture. We know that for a fact because the, uh, remember, this is not us reporting. This is the uh, state police uh, commander said this all started over a picture. So he, he has details that we that we don't, but... Um, you know, so, but yeah, I mean, if it, obviously if it wasn't online, then that jump off point would have happened. Would this still have happened? Pro- maybe. I mean, you have to speculate. Well, I appreciate the call in and all the support. We're going to go to the next line. I'm not trying to cut everybody off here, uh, but it's just getting crazy. What's up? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Calling from Arizona. Hey, man, you talk, You guys talking about eyewitnesses, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And I know that there's, there was a, a, a they, they uh, what do you call it? They try to find out, you know, an experiment on that. And a lot of times when people are in like crazy danger and shit like that, they don't remember things. They don't remember the color of their hair. They don't remember the color of their, their, their eyes or their you're hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yes. Unless you're like a, you know, professional on that shit or, you know, you know, that shit. So this is right. crazy thing, man. And that's all I, that's all I had to just say on that one, man. Is, is it like eyewitnesses and shit like that? That it, it don't always pan out shit like that. Right. right. Gen- yeah. Generally, it's the worst testimony uh, in court. They they hate it. But uh, I mean, unfortunately, that's the first people that people talk to because they are the ones that were there that experienced it. Hey, man, we appreciate you calling in and all that good stuff. Thanks, man. You guys. Hey, I love you guys. Hey, God bless. God bless, man. And if you want to keep on calling in, we've got an extended Madhouse uh, Monday Night Raw going on uh, right now. So give a call in if you want to call in. We're going to take a 15-second break, and we'll uh, be right back. Join the Insane Throttle members-only club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. And we're back. What's up there, buddy? What's up, man? Hey, wait, what's your name? Where are you calling from, bud? My name's Rick G. I'm from Dallas. Uh, what's up, Rick? So, man, you know, I just want to elaborate on uh, what's going out there, what's going on out there in the uh, Red River. Okay, I'm go ahead. Bandito and can you hear me? Yeah, you, yeah we just missed, you said, are you are a bandito, you said? Ex-bandito. Ex-bandito. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I want to uh, address those families that are all involved in this, man. And and the old protocol stands with the with the banditos as long as I was in it. The families are not involved in any of this shit. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I want to clarify that. You got a lot of scared kids. You got a lot of scared wives. Yeah. Uh, needs to be clarified. And, and those guys, uh, I'm sure it still stands to this day. Uh, now up in Alba- Albuquerque and that area, you got some pretty mean dudes, man. And, uh, I don't know who this club is. I've been out for a while. So, uh, yeah, they, they need to pack the shit up, man. I mean, I'm telling you now, yeah, yeah. be packed hey. up, put away something. Let me ask you this as a former bandito and club member, um, because this is, you, you touched on something that Hollywood and I've been talking about for in, in VPS for a few months here. Uh, MC protocol. Now I know things happened uh, between uh, your old club and the uh, homitos when they were on a way to the funeral, which traditionally has been off limits. Do you think that MC protocol is being thrown out the window and now it's a free for all because that's what it feels like? Well, I, I do think that I'm thinking there's a new era, man, and people need to jump on it. Uh, Texas has moved into a Florida state or, a state where it's a melting pot now, you know, and, uh, basically, uh, a lot of clubs are coming in, uh, the bully in the schoolyard's not going to work no more. You got a new generation. They will fire at you. They will, they will stick a gun in your face and shoot you, man. Uh, so there needs to be some rethinking this up on top, the top peers, uh, of the club need to rethink this on how they're going to approach it. It's unfortunately the protocols is all out of the club now. Uh, you know, I hear it on Dragon News. I hear it on, on Marco. You know what I mean? It, it's it's there already. You know, people do not respect the protocol. Well, yeah. I appreciate your thoughts on this subject, man, especially being an ex-Bandito and stuff. Yeah, uh, for sure. appreciate your uh, support. We're going to go to the next caller right here. Uh, what do we got? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from, buddy? We'll say JB. I'm from Arkansas. I dropped my diamond and belong to the same club Ricky belonged to. Okay. All right. What do you want to say, man? My thought process is kind of like what he said is territory don't mean shit no more, man. It don't mean dick. People who are tired of the Democrat crazy ass lefties cracking down in their cities, where they're leaving those cities. They're going to free states. They're going to free cities. The problem is they're bringing the clubs with them. Unfortunately, we're in a time it's unstoppable. And that's why I got out. Those weren't willing to face that. It definitely is a different time. Uh, we talked about this uh, VPS and I did yesterday. Do you think uh, these smaller clubs, uh, do you think that it's the smaller clubs taking less stuff from the bigger clubs? Or do you think it's just people in general just wanting to go to fire right away? What, what do you think it is? If you don't die a hero, you have long enough to become the villain. And those big clubs have become the villain. They're the boys they set out to not be. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, man. It's good to hear from a former Diamond, man. Right on, man. Y'all have a good one. Thanks yeah, for the information. Care. Always love to hear from former Diamonds, guys that have been in the club. I, I, a lot of them don't call us, but you can you can use a different name. I think he used a different name, but I would love to hear the other side because we don't really – this is probably the most information we've ever – you know, you get because a lot of people, again, have been super hush on stuff, but maybe if we talk about it, you know, we can get to the bottom of it. 
it, don't it, it's not me cutting you guys right off we got a lot of phone calls coming in a lot of discussion coming in let's uh, do so it in a bad way uh some comments from the comment section f all these losers go out in the woods and kill each other the street isn't your playground. Let's go to uh, another call coming in. Uh, how you doing? You're on the air. Apparently woke. How you doing? Uh, I just want to just kind of honestly just hold everything in Texas that has to do with the banditos. How can I say it? Accountable. Okay. Does that make sense? What was that again? The reality is this. If you live in Texas, you know the nickname for the banditos is the dildos. Mm. They don't know how to just chill. I'm going to call it what it is. Like, you know that patch policing bullshit that everybody does nowadays? They no longer want to just ride and all that. They're literally the most toxic of the top four. They're dog shit. So I can guarantee you, even though nobody who was there, they probably were patch policing and they realized, oh shit, these other dudes ain't fucking with the bullshit no more. Right. That's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. And everybody's going to call in to be sensitive about it. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's not hide in bullshit. That bullshit happened because they're being stupid. Well, and everybody uh, that was there being dumb needs to get their shit taken. Right. Well, let's, uh, you know what? I appreciate your call. And that's a subject that uh, we do need to cover one day, uh, Marco, is exactly that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to bring in uh, China now to help us with the comment section and all that good stuff because I can't keep up with the comments going you on. You are so your old age, man. Finally, somebody. We got a professional in here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're on air. How can I help you? <laughs> hey, is that, yeah, that dude calling out of southern New Mexico. Hey, man. Well, thanks for calling us. What do you think about this? Man, I was just wondering when the situation was fluid, the Mongols got their name dropped all over the place with so-called witnesses and in major news outlets dropped the Mongols, Mongols, Mongols. I was just curious if y'all thought the Mongols had any precedence to sue some of these papers for defamation or anything like that for dragging their name through this when they had nothing to do with it. Yeah, uh, we yeah we kind of talked about that with eyewitness testimonies. You know, again, the general public sees a patch; they're not sure. I mean, I'm not making any excuses, but you're right. There were, were news agencies that said that, and some eyewitness reports. Um, but you know, it, it, that is that is unfortunate. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the Mongols were even there. But they weren't, and they had us the the news and and everybody had us fooled. Even eyewitnesses were telling me, "Oh, it was the Mongols and the banditos," and yeah. then four hours later. It's like, oh man, it wasn't. Yeah, Mongols the Mongols had absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah. Big, big shout out to the Duke City chapter and Chubbs and El Gringo Loco. That's all I got to say. Rock on, man. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, you calling in, China Doll, you want to give me a couple comments in the comment section right now? Well, we got Ashley over here going off saying, stop doing gang banger shit, then expecting people like me not to call you out. What do you guys think about that? I think we covered that, uh, Rick and I, yesterday, but uh, I'll say it again. I mean, it's uh, honestly, it's getting harder and harder and harder to defend some of this stuff without calling. I mean, you know, things happen. And, and yeah, I mean, dude, it's unfortunate that things happen. But, man, it, well, what do you think, VPS? I think this is the second Memorial Day weekend in a row last two years that a major club or clubs have been involved in just insanity. Uh, last year it was it was in Vegas between the Vagos and the Hell's Angels. Now here we are, 
one year later, you got the banditos seemingly walking up on a, a club and, and getting pushback. I mean, it's in the middle of the street. It's happening. Uh, I, I cringe when somebody says gang, you know, when, when they say, oh, motorcycle gang, because that's what the cops say. But yeah. Warwolf Master says there are a lot of hotheads that that gets an impression by watching Sons of Anarchy and Mayans joining these clubs to stir up trouble. What do you guys think? Well, here's the first thing I think about that is, you know what? Enough of blaming a bunch of TV shows. Uh, we got a caller coming in. We'll get back to that one. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, check it out, man. Well, from knowing both these clubs, I'm going to just give y'all a heads up, bro. Down okay, here, good. man, if they're going to, if they're going to, it all starts, it's because of the bottom rocker, man. Uh, these dudes don't, they don't, they ain't part of the, the, the bandits run the commission down here. And the bandits are mad because them dudes put Albuquerque, New Mexico on the bottom of the, on their bottom rocker and they're not diamonds. But these, they're not diamonds, but they ain't scared, man. And the bandits down here are bullies, bro. And they're going to get their shit right. You know, they don't act up with the Mongols. The Mongols moved into their territory, didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing about it. Sat there quietly. And now they're trying to pick on other dudes that ain't wearing that, that, that are putting that New Mexico bottom rocker. And it didn't, it's not working out for them. They, right. they, they're going to either move out or they can accept it. It's one or the other. But these dudes are homegrown here too. They ain't going to, they ain't going to listen to uh, nobody tell them they can't represent their own state. Right. That's just what it is. Man. Rock on, man. I appreciate uh, your thoughts on that uh, and for calling in. Uh, what do you think, VPS? You think uh, he has a good point? I think he has an amazing point. Uh, they walked up on a dude and tried to pull some man moves, and and they got met by a, a real man, Shady, who did some man stuff. You know, like, you're not going to sit here and push me around. You're not going to bully me and tell me what I'm going to do. I'm a grown man, and, and I'm going to handle it like right, a yeah. gentleman gangster would, you know? What's up? You're on air. Oh, it ended. Call back if you want. Go ahead, China, with another one. Well, some of them I don't want to read because I'm not a name thrower. So there's a lot of them I'm skipping because they're throwing a bunch of names out there. So get the call. I'll find something else. You're on air. Yeah, I just had a quick question for you. <clears throat> Do you think do you think a lot of this, a lot of these issues are coming from the big national clubs going into all of these new cities trying to patch over a lot of the smaller clubs? And they've been on this tear the last couple of years mm -hmm. to really, really grow all of their clubs and they're all trying to do it at the same exact time. Well, that's a good question. Uh, uh, what do you think, uh, VPS? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just had this conversation with Ventura Rob, a former Hells Angel president, and he says that they patched these clubs over and a year later, none of the people from that club will still be in the club and they've lost all of that club history. And now these smaller clubs are refusing after seeing this over the last few decades 
They're saying, no, we're going to be ourselves. We're going to do what we want uh, within the parameter. And and they're starting to buck back at them. And, and like me and Marco had said, this is the downfall. This is the beginning of the downfall of the top clubs because that shit's not going to fly anymore. Well, you heard the former diamond bandito say, well, you know, hey, man, they're not, they're going to stick a gun in your face right away. So appreciate you calling in with your uh, comment and your question, man. And uh, appreciate you supporting the show by it, man. Yeah. What do you got, China? What were you uh, talking about? We need to get some comments in here from the comment section. Stephen 4722, when the Fed starts smashing whole MC chapters with Rico and it starts happening regularly, like what was done with the mafia, maybe the only way the MC will wake up. It'll be too late then. Mm, they've been doing that. How you doing? Who we talking about too? Hey, you just uh, started asking me a question. We got disconnected. Okay, what's up? No, I was the one that just told you about that bottom rocker situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the phone line's going crazy right now. Uh, do you think this is about a bottom rocker deal out there, Marco? Well, I mean, obviously, traditionally, the big clubs are, are that's a, a point of contention, right? Whenever you put a bottom rocker on uh, anything, it doesn't even have to be the state. It could be the city. Um, but again, I'm telling you, we're at this weird point where MC culture is sort of disappearing. Think about what, what the millennials are used to. I mean, think about all the stuff they're getting in school. It's erasing history. We're not, we're forgetting our past and they're doing that. That's how they've grown up. So not remembering the old ways to do it or finding new ways to do it is what they're all about. And so I think we're just running into a problem of people that think old protocol is still intact and there's new people that don't care about it. And what you're seeing is the result, I think. Rock on. Uh, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that in a second. Well, uh, I'm sorry to cut everybody's show short, man, when I'm just lighting these calls up. Uh, but uh, appreciate your support and all that stuff and calling in. That was a damn good uh, question right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's right, though. He's right. That's what happened down here, and that's what's been happening for the last – That this issue with with, with between uh, – those three yeah, down here has been going on for the last four to five years, man. Ever yeah. since uh, uh, they, they put the NM under the Albuquerque, man. Uh, they, at first, they used to get mad about just the Albuquerque, but three years ago, the Mongols came down here and had an, a national meeting. And uh, you, you couldn't find one bandito in the streets. They just let them have their meeting here, and that's when the Mongols moved here. Well, okay. and yeah, and obviously not speaking for any of those clubs, but I mean, you're talking about one club with what 50 members, and then one cult club that's that is at least equivalent to the other one. So there, that's a pick your battle, I think, kind of a situation. If I were looking at that from uh, from Skyview, what do you think, VPS? Yeah, I'm just I'm just giving you a little history on how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where the, boiling, the boiling pit, the, the boiling point was in Red River. You know, they the the the. The bandits ain't been allowed in Red River in the last couple of years. This is their first year back, man. If it's not their first, it's their second year back. I can't remember exactly. But, you know, they're just, now that's why Texas made such a big showing this year because of all the issues with people putting that NM on the bottom of their Albuquerque. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's good. That, was, that was just the boiling point. Well, I appreciate the call-in, man, and supporting yeah. the show. Uh, we're going to go to another comment, uh, China, on that one. 
What do we got? There, oh man, some of these comments are, I'm not going to read. People are just <laughs> wanting shout outs and I'm not going for that. <laughs> There's no, this is a Joey Bag of Donuts 73. There's no respect for anything anymore. Just not just protocol, but these young punks wanting respect that they give no one protocol should be in place for those clubs fought for what they are at. Yeah, agree. Um, on, you're on air. You're on Hi. air. What's uh, your name? No, uh, he uh, hung up. Uh, we're not getting the calls fast enough. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and get another one, uh, China. I mean, there and there's a lot of comments in here. I've seen at least a dozen that they're blaming MCs and smaller MCs because of the fact that people are just buying their way in and buying their patches. Mm. That's a comment from the comment section. What That's do you think about of a, do that one? a dozen comments from the comment section? Yes. What do you think? I mean, historically, that's how it's been is if you have a, a, a club and you definitely, if you have a three-piece patch, well, the money always flows up, right? It just is what it is. You, you, you pay your dues to whatever one of the big four or five that are out there. But I think the greatness is going away of these, these top four or five clubs and all I see is one in a possible that, that are actually getting there, you know, uh, doing things right. And the, the paying to get in, I don't know much about people paying to get into the smaller clubs. Yeah. But who, you know what, it's become to a point of who is anybody to tell everybody else how, what is right and what is wrong. Right. Well, I mean, you're talking about, you see, here's the problem. You're talking about MC protocol. That's who. Like, so generally speaking, the way it was in the old days, you talk to the dominant club. That's who you talk to. And I'm telling you, what we're seeing is, and, and our, our, my boss says it the best way, but 1980 is the, is the year. If you were born 1980 or earlier, what we're talking about, you just don't understand. You follow protocol. You're in. You, you know how the MC stuff's run. You you follow the rules. If you're born after 1980, you don't. It is they're not doing that game. We have two people playing different games, and this is what you're seeing. You're seeing one fashion of people playing a game where they don't give a shit about protocol, and they they're going to do it the way they've done it, and they have done this way since they've been online their entire lives. And you have other people trying to respect the culture. And, hey, things flow up. This is the way we do it. And you have people say, well, I'm not doing it that way because I'm not doing it that way. This yeah. is what's happening. I'm telling you right now. That's the divide. And unless we figure out how to marry those two people, what you saw this weekend, you're going to start seeing every weekend. I don't think anybody yeah. could say it better than he just said it right there. Go ahead, Jenna. Uh, Barely's woke. The DA and federal prosecutors are too busy chasing people protesting. Pro protesting abortion and sightseeing in the Capitol, do you get people <laughs> acting like it's Chicago on a Saturday night? <laughs> Chicago on a Saturday. That's one good, uh, that's one thing <laughs> is they'll put this all over the news uh, like it has been internationally, but when there's uh, babies getting killed out in Chicago, LA, or any of them bigger places, they won't do it because not it don't fit their narrative, but uh, the biker uh scene is kind of romantic to them i guess jesse Casa says the president of the water dogs is trying to call in oh wow this is uh hollywood and marco and vps on the madhouse who are we talking to 
This is Don. Hey, Don. Hey. What can I was we- just calling because the person that they're putting on the news about the shooting is my cousin. My cousin nephew. I consider my cousin nephew. And he would never shoot nobody unless it was self-defense. Now, I don't want you to say his name, but I'm telling you right now, if it's Castillo, he was the third person to fire in the whole thing. And he's the one who is the least culpable in the eyes of the law. Uh, he is not going away for a long time. He was protecting himself. Well, let's, uh, well, let's, let's let her talk. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, it is. It is. But he, they're, they're the ones that they're posting all over the freaking news and he's he would never freaking he wouldn't i i know like my heart you know what i'm saying he's my godson he would never he would never shoot somebody and murder them mm-hmm. yeah well we understand. Yep. You know, obviously it's family and you want to, and you want to, you know, well, what would you, what, what do you want to say about him? Because uh, the only thing that people are getting right now is what the news is portraying. So can you tell us a little bit about, about him as a human being, as a father, as a person, as a man? He's like a big teddy bear. He's like, he's loving, he's caring. He, that's what he cares. He cares about his family. He cares about all of us. He loves us all. He came out here a couple of years ago, like, and we went on a bike ride, like, and he, like, we cried together. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's Man. not the, he's not what people are portraying him to be at all. Well, I'm glad that uh, you really called in with your story about, uh, you know, a family member and being it involved. Like, I wish that, I wish that, you know, they would, tell the truth about what's going on like your your media is we're getting more information from you guys than anything else well that's because unfortunately it's a holiday so nobody's really going to get all the information till after the holiday well more will be coming out uh soon uh but i'm sure we got the uh water dogs president who wants to call in and uh it's been real busy but thank you dear for calling in and uh stay tuned we're digging yeah, we will. We'll keep you updated, okay, hon? Do please do. Yeah, because we will. The one that's being implicated in all this, you know. Yeah, we uh, get it. Yep, we get it, and we understand that's a tough and tumultuous time for you guys. And uh, we, we're just glad you're here. And you know what? That actually makes me feel really good that you know that at least you're getting some news from us because a lot of people are. You know, they get mad at us at trying to break the story, talk about what's going on, figure out the details when you hear right here from a family member that this is some of the only media that they get. So uh, in defense of all of us, uh, I really appreciate you calling in and saying that. That actually makes me feel very good about doing this. I just, you know, I just want you to know that he's not the person that they're implicating him to be. He's not that person. Yeah, we will We'll find out. Not- and yep, and it'll all come out. And I know it's hard now. Self-defense. Yeah. And he just wouldn't. Thanks, on. Uh, yeah. We got the president of the Water Dogs uh, calling in. Hopefully, this is the one. Uh, we'll see you later, dear. Yeah, take care. You're on the air. Hello? Or not. Uh, hello? 
Hello? Yeah, you're hey. on the air. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, you're on the air. What's your name? Uh, I, I, I just want to, I hear all these comments. I've been doing this. Hello? Yeah, yeah. we're here. You're on. Good. Hello? Can you get here? We can hear you. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, hello. Yeah, you said that twice already. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Alrighty. Call back. Yeah, call back if you can. If we got uh, the president of the war dogs, or not the war dogs, but uh, that's a correction. Water dogs. You can go ahead and call in. We're having uh, some uh, difficulties Hello? with it all coming in. You in? Hello? Yeah, I, I'm. I... You're on air. Hello? Yes, Kate, we can hear you. Oh, uh, that, that, I think this is. I don't think. Yeah, hello. I, I think yeah. that's a prank call. It's a prank. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> boy, is it getting hot in the madhouse uh, tonight, guys. God, the comments are just going so fast. Go ahead and read some. I've only heard about the whole ambulance shootout with police from YouTubers. I watched the state police press release and didn't say anything about an ambulance event. That's from Hooter, Texas. Right. Yeah. And we cleared that one up. Uh, there was a support club following the ambulance. The ambulance driver called in, fearing that they were trying to get the guy in the ambulance. And uh, the people that heard it over the scanner probably sensationalized it or, you know, whatever happened, happened. But there were no shots fired at the ambulance and there was no move made on the ambulance. They were just followed. If you are the president of the Water Dogs, you got your opportunity right now to jump on the show. Give your side of the story. You're on air. What's up? Hey, man. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm just, I've just tuned into your show, which I've just started watching for probably the, about the last year or so. And I, I have even watched... Uh, your voice and the way you look at things change over this period of time. Because at one time, you would talk about the, uh, you know, the Diamond Clubs, the one percenters, and hold them up, you know, on kind of, how do I call it, kind of on a pedestal. And you've almost gotten to where I am now when I watch the news about the gang buying thing. It's, it's gotten to a point now where even the, the people walking around, they can't distinguish from riding clubs, one percenters, and the police don't care. And they're bringing all this heat down on everybody's back. Um, I, I, I'm in a club, but I can tell you now, the, the COCs in all the states, when they meet, riding clubs have no voice. Christian clubs have no voice. The diamond clubs call the shots in the COCs. And uh, they, you're, you're not allowed to go into the, any of the private meetings. Um, there's, there's, there's a whole lot more to all this crap. And until these diamond clubs get their shit together, um, it's going to get worse and worse, and I've heard you say this, and I agree with you totally. We're going to turn into Australia and these other countries where they're going to put their thumb on everybody. 
and it's not going to be a good ending. Yeah. Well, you got that good work, right. though. Thanks, man. Thanks I for really calling us, man. Calling in, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, somebody just hung up. Go ahead uh, with the comments, man. We're busy as hell tonight, right, Marco? Yeah, is, it is. Fishing with Bones says, this is tragic on every side. If there was a problem between clubs, it might have been arbitrated in private. That's a huge fact. Yeah. You're on air. What's up? How you, doing? How you guys doing, man? What's up, Good. buddy? I respect you guys. I just, I, I commented earlier, uh, but nobody's understanding that. Make sure you turn anarchy make, clients, sure, make sure you turn down whatever you're listening to. Yeah. Nobody understands all this shit that has gone on on, on high TV. And these youngsters are trying to play these same games. I've been doing this a long goddamn time. And you think it's the TV and the and the and the that sort of culture that's per perpetrating all the stuff we're seeing now? Yes, it is. It, this ain't the seventies. This ain't the sixties when this all fifties when this all started. We fought over territories and we did what we did. Now uh, we're not gangsters. Yes, we we wear the patches, but people. It's these youngsters, and nobody is educating these guys of old school protocol. Of you don't you don't do shit. You, you, you know, it's not about territory. It's not about anything like that. Everybody goes to work today. Yeah. Do you think and, it's the that the old beards? Do you think they're not educating these people, these kids coming in, or do you think it's they're just not listening? I I think it's more. Of both. I, I think there's a split in clubs. You have the old heads that have been doing it, and you got the new heads, and they're, they're battling. And, right. I mean, again, I've been doing this for since I was 13 years old. I've been around all this, you know, shit. But these guys, you know, it, it's not – if they were educated right, you don't go to people's houses. You don't involve families. You don't do shit. It's biker protocol. And if they, if we could just get everybody on the same sheet of music across the board, we'd be the baddest fucking army in the world. Yep. Amen on that, man. But you got egos. You got egos. You got attitudes. And again, you got these, these TV shows that people are putting out. And you got people like Sonny Barger putting, you know, God rest his soul. On, on his fucking, you know, on TV. And they're seeing these youngsters are seeing this shit. And that's what they believe is, is what we do. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks wow. for calling us, man. I really appreciate your insight here. Good stuff, yeah, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Have yeah. a good night. Yep. Take care. VPS, did you want to say something? So I had, uh, I had a conversation with one of the old heads from a, a three piece. Uh, uh, we got another one calling. Hold on. Hang on. <laughs> What's up? You're on the air. Hollywood. I want to touch on what the last guy said about old heads and new heads and people watch shit on TV. 
I think it, it has a lot to do with a lot of these diamond clubs. And it's more, it's turning into more over quantity over quality. Right. So, you know, why spend the time teaching these guys the right way when you take the time, you teach them the right way, but come to find out they're not going to make the cut. Or you can get these guys that are hotheads, throw a batch on them. Now you just got a bunch of numbers. Right. Well, you know what? I appreciate you calling in, buddy. Uh, I got to take this next call, but you're awesome, man. Thanks for uh, supporting the show. Yeah. Yes, sir. Anytime. You're on air. Hello? Uh, the call ended right away. Hopefully, you'll call back. If uh, you call back right now, you can get on air. Uh, go ahead, China, with some of these. Danny's in, hey, Danny's in there moderating. <laughs> Boy. You're on air. You're on air. Yeah, hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you got to turn down whatever oh, you, you got going. Turn, Hello? turn it on. I think it's a prank call. Because there, oh, see, we got people prank calling now. Uh, do you guys have any toilet paper? That That's a prank call. Yeah, to whatever that call. number is, you should block it. Yeah, uh, doing that right now. Go ahead. So, VPS, what are we going to say on that? So, uh, there's there's two different things going on the old heads that are still in the club see the change coming and they they adapt to it, right? So You're there's on always air. a place for them. Hi. Um, I used to ride with the disciples. Okay. And uh, Shady used to be in the disciples too. And I guess that's what, uh, what he took a picture with them. I don't know if that was all the big deal. So you were in the Disciples in New Mexico? Yes. Okay. And the, the Disciples in New Mexico are different than the National Disciples. Is I, I want to get somebody that's in this club to clarify everything. I think we clarified that earlier. I just want to hear a second a second of that. Yeah. Yeah. The Disciples here in Albuquerque, New Mexico are a separate, and it's, you know, separate club from the National. It was started up by uh, Grumpy. And his dad, and uh, you know, it's supposed to be a family club, you know. Uh, and VPS was kind of right when he said, "Oh, so-called Christian." When he did the the quote, the air quote there, right? Uh, that's what I got out of it because it, it wasn't that way, right? Yeah, yeah. we're we using that term loosely. So, uh, so you're saying Shady used to be the president of the New Mexico Disciples? No, no, he wasn't the president. He was, he was in it. I no, think he was to uh, sergeant of arms, and then uh, I don't know if him and uh, Grumpy had a falling out, and uh, he left and started the water dogs. Okay. Wow. Well, this is good. This is good intel. The good news here. The good. Yeah. So, and do you think? Why do you think the picture? T that you know, I, we're going to speculate here because we don't know. But you were in the club, so you are one to speak of here. What do you think? Do you think him taking a picture? Do do you think that would make anybody mad? Do you can you see why that would spark anything? Well, uh, there was issues between the disciples and the bandits. Uh, long, you know, back uh, when uh, see Shady joined uh, the year we went to Fire and Ice in Grants, 
and not, they don't have that anymore, so it's been a while. And uh, um, the disciples actually got their bottom rocker pulled, the Albuquerque rocker pulled from the, the bandits pulled it from them. Well, from uh, at the time when I was there, yeah, so we lost it. And uh, I don't, I'm not exactly sure when they got it back, and they started running uh, uh, New Mexico with the Albuquerque on there, which is a big no-no, you know, since uh, this is bandit territory, you know. And they'd already taken the other bottom rocker off, or, you know, made yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the bandits uh -huh. pulled the, the Albuquerque rocker. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, they've, they've had issues, so, and... Um, uh, now, I don't know if this is true or not. That I heard that Grumpy was talking with some of the mongrels, so I don't know if the bandits, you know, that's why they're on uh, not so good terms with the bandits and why it's such an issue that Shady took a picture with the disciples, you know. So, you know, hmm. it's, it's speculation. I don't know if that's what was, what, why it is, what happened. Yeah. happened. Well, it was actually, it's good to hear from somebody that at least knows what's going on in Albuquerque, because that's what I wanted to clear up from my, one of my last videos. So, Brock, I man. Yeah. We appreciate you calling in, buddy. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. Have a good one. Bye. Take care. You too. So, I actually had heard something about that, that the disciples maybe have a, a tie to the Mongols and... But I didn't want to report that because I'm trying to keep the disciples out of it since they weren't really involved in the incident. Maybe they were involved in the buildup to it. But, right. you know, you just you don't want to put paint a target on a whole club uh, for just saying their name. Right. Yeah. Which is the I was getting a lot of heat on my TikTok for mentioning them. And obviously there's two. It doesn't help that there's two different clubs. So. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll go to a couple more uh, comments. Uh, go ahead, China. Uh, Steeler fan Matt T. You have to practice what is preached until you stop patching anyone for numbers and start prospecting for respect and honor of the patch and know what it means to wear it. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, I think that uh, we're, I just think that separation is. You know, and, and again, I, I'm trying not to do what my dad did, and I'm sure his grandpa did with these new kids coming out. But I, I just think that there is a divide between the gray beards and the way it used to be and the way it is, and it's going to be moving forward. And I just think we're we're sitting right on that line, which is what's confusing everybody. But mm. here's another issue. There's one club in the top floor that continually pushes out all of their older members and they've been doing it. We're talking 40 and 50 year members and they've been doing it at a very high rate. At some point, there's nobody to teach these young guys. And, and then you have what's happening with that club where they have 800 members. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Lumberjack says the management at the top of these clubs need to look at <clears throat> who they're bringing in better than a little bit better and less just want to be gangbangers. That, that seems like uh, that's the big theme that everybody has on their mind is you're seeing a lot more gangbangers coming into the scene. Do you think that, Mark? 
Well, I think that uh, so uh, so I've been hitting on this point of the younger versus the older, but I think also exacerbating this problem is the lack of new people coming to the MC scene. Right, the the millennials are not buying Harley Davidson motorcycles nearly as far as we did. So there's a lack of people to join clubs. So other clubs are going to do one of two things: they're just going to start looking elsewhere. So I don't think they, they're looking in gangs, but I think they're like, well, this guy was this, but maybe we can bring him in and teach him our way. Or they're just grabbing numbers anywhere. So I think you have two two facets of problems. One is the older, younger, and then one is the, the lack of you know guys to come and be in these clubs. So now you're getting fringe guys. I think that's one why you're seeing a huge changeover. Man, there's I know in other clubs there would be somebody patched in for Three weeks, then they're not. They're in, they're out. They're done, they're in. They're, it's like, you know you know this just being around it. So I, I think uh, because you're not vetting them properly, but the problem is there's not enough numbers to vet properly. It's like, you, we should be super picky. Well, you have four people to choose from. So you want to be super picky or do you want four people in your club? Right, right. Some, some, some of these chapters can't even uh, fill the table. Right. So I think it's, I think it's those problems together. Mm-hmm. And the Mongols didn't help. Wolf War Master says, taking a picture should not be a catalyst for something so aggressive and petty. Just accept that it is what it is and move on. And a shootout is not the answer. Agreed. But like I said, there's probably more to the story. Probably more. Yeah. Uh, but that's what was mentioned in the news. That's why we mention it because it is in the news. Uh, but what do you think of them people that are saying, I've seen a lot of in the comment section and that one caller did actually, you know what? I wouldn't say validate, but really gave us a new outlook on the biker news that we do Marco, that people do come to us for their information. Yeah, and not just to be self, you know, gratifying or whatever. Because I mean, you I mean not, the reason we, I do this. I, I mean, I love to obviously love the club world. I love the club scene. Love biker news, but also I know helping people. If I can, you know, if somebody watches one of our videos and says, "Oh, wait, hey, I'm going to stay away from this this weekend," or "Hey, I just heard about that." Information is valuable, and it doesn't matter who. And I think the problem in this world is we we protect information, and 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 rightly so. Some of it. But everything doesn't have to be protected. And the more you know, uh, the safer you can be and the better decisions you make. Whenever is less information, better. It's never better. So um, so what we do, I do, I know personally, I get a lot of grief for doing biker news because people are like, you know, that's that's their business. But we're just reporting what's out in the news. And I don't think you can be over uh, prepared. BPS, what do you think? I think if you and I hadn't spoken when all of this happened, and we hadn't have gotten together with the different people getting a hold of us in the background and pieced this all together, then the families of the men that were actually involved would still have zero clue what happened to their family member. Yeah, 100%. You're on air. Hi, what's good? It's D-Lo, not Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down so, your... You should know better, dude. Turn down your... Uh, whatever you're listening on that I had you guys on speaker. So I actually want to point something out, man. I've, I've heard this a lot. I've seen it a lot in the comment section too about gangbangers. It's, it's, you know, the gangbangers coming into the MC world and all that. 
Now, let me ask you guys something. Now, me and Hollywood actually know this for a fact because we were actually there. Back in the day in Chicago when all laws and henchmen were going at it, did we blame gang members then when there was bombings and shootings? No, we didn't. So let's take accountability for the clubs and quit putting the blame on the gangbangers, this, this and that. It's the club's fault, man. It's, it's the club's not vetting their guys. It's the club's being thirsty for more patches to come in and, and, and look deep and look big and bad and be bullies. That's what it's really about. I mean, let's keep it real. Have you had this conversation with anybody, Daniel? Like if you, if you were going to have a conversation with somebody that has the power to do something, what would you say to them? I would say the clubs all just need to come together, not to, not to hold hands and and uh, be best friends because that shit's just never going to happen. I, I get a kick out of people that, you know, if the clubs just came together, it would be so powerful, and, and that's true, but it's never going to happen. But it doesn't mean that everybody can't coexist. One of the things I heard one of the callers talk about territory, that there's no more territory no more. But, well, that's bullshit. There is. But there's no reason for territory. Ain't nobody pushing guns. Ain't nobody pushing drugs. Ain't nobody pushing women like they once did back in the day. So there's no reason to go to war over territory. Now it's just all over the male ego bullshit and, and, and being, you know, the top dog and all that. Right. You know, what I would say to all the national clubs out here is quit bullshitting, quit giving the news media something to talk about and a reason to go after all of us and come together and come to a reasonable solution to coexist and stop the madness. And when one of your members gets out of pocket with another club and gets crazy, instead of backing that stupid ass up, throw his ass out to the dogs, man. You don't need them. Quit backing up the bullshit. That's basically the bottom line. Rock on, man. Oh, Danny Dilo in the house today. Uh, he All right, is, I'm going to watch Sons of Anarchy. Go right on, man. Tell Jax I said hi. <laughs> Jax. <laughs> hi, buddy. <laughs> You're on the air. I just call them to say that you got people in the big clubs just uh, pushing the smaller ones around that are coming out everywhere. You know, this is America. No one's going to ask permission anymore to anybody. I'm in a 1% club. And when I started in this 1% club, we didn't ask none of the big clubs around nowhere. We just got in. It's an overseas club. Came in. We didn't care. I mean, I ain't going to get permission from anybody on this planet to do what I want to do. But we ain't out there starting fights with any other clubs either. But mm -hmm. if it comes to us, we will definitely defend ourselves instantly. No regrets. But we don't pick on anybody. Right. We don't have care you, have, out there. We, you, we deal with other people all the time. But it's the top big clubs that try to push their weight around. And what you can see small clubs don't give a shit. It's about who you got in your club. That's going to defend the brotherhood. Yeah. Have you guys got leaned on by any, uh, any of the major clubs? One guy, one guy, it was 1%. Of, what was that? I said, have you, have you guys been pushed on by any of the big clubs? Yeah, we got, we're, yeah, we've, we've the only one, only one, but we got our own things going on with that and stuff has happened. Right. But we won't take it. That's the thing. I mean, people, right. this, we ain't no fucking communist country. We're in America. Why the fuck we ask the permission to do what you want to do? We ain't about the gunplay, but if it comes to that, we will do that. 
but that's because they push you into a corner, just like down there. If it's true that someone pressed on someone else and the gun was pulled by someone else, of course you're going to get shot. What do you think this is? I mean, you don't pull a gun unless you're willing to die because you pulled it. Right. right. You don't yeah. play that game here in America. Everyone's got a goddamn gun. doesn't matter. Like you say, people taking guns, guns will never go away. It won't matter even with this. Uh, you could be a law-abiding. I don't have no felonies. I'm in a 1% club. Mm. All right? So I can carry. Not everyone in a club is a felon. But there are felons in the 1% club realm. They're still going to carry no matter what. Right. So you yeah. Take those guns away. They're still going to have their guns in the club no matter what. You think yeah. they care? They don't. Well, I appreciate uh, you calling in. That's some good stuff right there. For sure. uh, Maxine, we're waiting for you to call in. Uh, so we're going to hear from Maxine in a minute. Uh, but that was a good call. And one man. more thing. One more thing. When you're in a 1% club, there's only 1% of them that will do something dirty. I don't care if you got 2,000 goddamn members. You see all 2,000 members getting in a shootout there that day? Right. It was a group of people, and there's only a few of them that are going to pull a trigger. So don't let people get buffaloed on that. You say, oh, there's a dirty biker. That ain't that at all. There's people that ain't going to take shit from other people, and it's only about 1% of a 1% club that's going to do anything. Good, so people yeah. think it doesn't matter. They don't. Five guys can take out 100 guys if they all know what they're doing and they get along. I can tell you that right now. Good point, man. So, Appreciate you calling in, yeah. buddy. Yeah, a lot of knowledge, man. Appreciate you. Maxine, if you wanted to call in, now's the time. Uh, we'll take the call from you. Uh, but what do you think about what he was saying, uh, Marco, before a uh, call comes in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's dead on. It's it's really good to hear from a lot of these guys that are in one percenter clubs and a lot of former guys. Because uh, again, we don't get a lot of those because a lot of guys, you know, they they're old school. They keep it they keep it in the club. But he's dead right, man. I mean, you know, and he's right about the the percentages. Really, there's just a few, again, it's a few bad apples. They say it everywhere. The unfortunate part is these few bad apples. Well, they cause the national scene. So you're on air. Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Can you hear me? What's going on? One percenter here. And I'll say something real easy and simple about this that nobody has seen to touch on. You what know, is that? It's not in the 70s and 80s anymore. So when you go pressing on, you back up into the, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and they go pressing a smaller club, the smaller club would submit. It's 2023. Nobody's submitting anymore. Right. So now you have to come to the conclusion of, or you have to realize, we're going to keep pressing clubs, but at the same time, we're going to keep losing members. Yeah. How many members are the Banditos going to lose? You just lost more. You got more shot off their bikes in Texas. You got more killed in Texas last year, and it all comes from you messing with other clubs. Right. So this is how it, this is how it works, right? We're right. going to press them. But if you're going to keep losing members, then you got to take what comes with being a one percenter. Otherwise, you sit back and leave people the fuck alone. There you go. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate yeah. you calling in, buddy. Thank you very much, man. Good points. I love to hear from all these guys, man. I really do because uh, it's valuable insight for people that aren't in that world. You're on air. Hey, Hollywood, VPS, Margo, and Chatterdall. Hey, call hey. again. Love your show. Hey, I just got a question, man. Like, let's, uh, I want to know about a history of like the 70s back then, man. Is it like familiar 
with things going on in the past. I mean, this is, just, the, yeah. the, you know what? Actually, this is nothing compared to the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It was a lot worse back then. Yeah. You just wow. didn't have a 24 hour news cycle. You didn't have YouTube lives. You didn't have a lot of the stuff to get into each and every household every night. And that's, uh, that's one thing that we should really keep an eye on. Cause you're right, man, that it was, boy, they were bombing. I mean, it was, it was hell on wheels, uh, for a, for a while before my time there. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I grew up with this stuff, man. I grew up with a lot of the seventies, eighties, the nineties. I knew a lot of, I know bikers. I know, I know, you know, this and that, but, I, I I understand, but man, it's getting crazy right now. It's just getting crazy, and I, it's weird that like the seventies. Are we back in the seventies? Back in the eighties? You know what? I think I'm gonna be. Uh, you know what? Uh, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, maybe one day we'll do this. Uh, you know about the old decades and stuff, but I'm gonna try a number here. Uh, thanks again for calling in, buddy. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. Hollywood. Take God care. bless you. Peace. You too, my man. Thanks a lot. Uh, hold on. Let me call this number real quick. I just got a message. Let's see if uh, they pick up. BPS. So you you were in the middle of a thought. Did you want to? I, I'm so sorry. We're trying to take these live no, calls. No, yeah. Um, the pushback is real. Yeah. And that's what happened here. Obviously, uh, there was also a bandito that was shot off of his bike about a month ago in Albuquerque. And um, never publicized, really. Never publicized. You there? Hello? Yeah, who's this? This is Chris. Who's this? This is Hollywood on the Madhouse. You messaged. Oh, yeah. Uh, all my all my friends are telling me that you guys are calling and uh, bashing me and getting out the wrong story about what really happened. And so Shady, I wanted to uh, set the record straight. We've had your back, Shady. Oh, it didn't sound like it from the couple of little things that I heard. You guys are saying that I'm a, a MC gang and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not a gang or nothing like that. I'm yeah, not, I don't wear an RC or an MC or anything on my patches. You know what water dog stands for? The water comes from the living water, which is Jesus Christ. And the dogs part of it is because we're a bunch of filthy dogs trying to chase after the clean water. That's where the name of my club even comes from. Okay. Secondly, there's only seven of us in the club. Do you think we're really going to go into a place that has 3,000 people? and try to start up something and third of all you guys keep saying that it's about this picture that uh got taken with me and the disciples well here's a little fact for you i used to be the the president of the disciples so when i left the disciples i left on good terms that's why you see us riding together that's why you see pictures with us together. When I had a Facebook, you could go on Facebook and you could see all the different videos that we collaborated together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just but, to be clear, first of all, we we never know, said that there was a gangbanger. You were. We have always. We have never. Those words have never been uttered here. So first, I would like to welcome you to the show. I just want to clarify who exactly this is. This is Shady of the Water Dogs, correct? 
That's right. Okay. Well, well, thank you for joining us. That you misheard that because none of us have referred to you as a gangbanger. We've all tried to say there's a story that's going to come out, and luckily the horse's mouth is what we want. And so the the platform is yours. Can you please get your side of the story out for the rest of the world that's actually listening to you right now? Anything that you can. Yeah, you you got it, buddy. Instead of this, is I've been praying for something like this all day. I'm I'm laying here in bed with three gunshots in my leg that I yeah. don't even deserve. Instead right. of it, this whole yeah. thing started two years ago. Two years ago, one of my good friends that I've been friends with for over twenty years invited me to his wedding. He originally used to ride around with the banditos and some of the sister clubs for them. He was before that he was in my club. Then he went to go ride with them. Then after he went to go ride with them, they did him dirty. So then he went to go hang out with a different club. And so when he went to go hang out with that different club, then they all got mad at him and stuff. And so when he was going to have this wedding, I told him that I couldn't go because I'm not officiated with either one of those clubs and that I don't want to get caught in the middle. You understand? Right. And so when I, and so me and my wife went to this wedding under the assumption that there were going to be no club members whatsoever at this, at this event. And so when I went to the wedding, a couple of the members from this other club ended up showing up but here's the thing i've known those guys since they were kids and before they were in any kind of clubs for one and two if i know you and you're my friend you're my friend what you do on your time and in your business that's your business that's none of my business i have enough trouble living my own life you understand mm -hmm. plus at that wedding, nobody was even wearing colors. I could send you the picture and you could see it. I'm in a, I'm in a dressed up blue outfit with shorts and a shirt on. And the other guys that were in from the other club, they're just wearing regular old t-shirts. Doesn't have no club insignia or no nothing whatsoever on it. Can okay, you so, can you say, yeah. Marco, hold on. Can you tell us what led to this incident? What happened? And for everybody that is listening right now, this is the president of the Water Dogs, Shady. Go ahead. Yeah, and so after that, after that wedding took place, you know, usually people that have weddings have a wedding photographer running around taking miscellaneous pictures, right? Right. Well, so this this photographer took a picture of me and two other guys and a third guy that wasn't involved in anything. And we're all just standing there drinking a beer. It's not like we're collaborating or trying to figure out how we're going to get over on these guys or anything like that. You know what I mean? We're just at the same place, same time. Hey, what's up? How's it going? How have you been? Nothing more. And so after that, about a week later or so, this picture appears on Facebook. And so once the picture appeared on Facebook, 
then all of a sudden the banditos wanted to go around and start telling everybody that I was a supporter of that other club and for nobody to talk to me because this is their state. You know what I mean? Right. And I didn't have nothing to do with it. I'm not, like I said, I don't wear diamonds. I don't wear MCs. I don't wear RCs, nothing. And so if you really want to know how I even got my patches, my patches were blessed by the highest ranking bandito in the nation. So for you to turn around and do what you're doing to me, what it, what does that say about the word of your own uh, leadership? You know? Again, uh, you're, you're, that's a good you're, question. You're going right against there. every you're going against everything that your whole club stands for. Right. And then top it off, ever since then, they've they've attacked me at the lowrider car show where I had my wife and kids with me. They attacked me. They attacked me at the Toys for Tots kid run at Harley Davidson, where I had, where there's not only a bunch of other miscellaneous kids running around, but I have a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a 13-year-old running around with me that day. And do you think they cared about that? Nope. And so, Red River this weekend, that was the last thing on my mind was to have any kind of altercation with them. I just finished putting together my bike and I wanted to try to put it into the bike show this weekend. And instead I got shot and uh, my best friend of over 30 years got shot in the head and died. Can you tell us uh, what and, was le- what was happening during the conversation that set it off? Yeah. Uh, so we were walking down Main Street, and some of the wives wanted to go into the into one of the tents there to look to see what they had what they had for sale in there. And so these two banditos come walking by. One of them told me last summer because we crossed paths at a. I was trying to go to the Carlsbad uh, bike rally. And so we crossed paths in Socorro at the gas station. And he just happened to have about 30 guys with him that day. And I had three guys with me that day. And so even on that particular day, he told me if we weren't at the gas station in front of video cameras, that I would be dead right then and there, you know? And so this same guy and a couple other of his guys them walking by me so i just ignored them you know and uh so we're standing there waiting for our girls to come out of the store and then two of my other guys came out of the store and so these two guys started talking to my guys so i told my guys hey come on you don't need to be talking to those guys and so when i said that then all of a sudden there's about eight of them on scene and so, because he had been on the phone the whole time that he was standing there staring at me from the corner of the tent. And so when I told my guys that they didn't need to be talking to him, then they all rushed over to where I was. And one of them started trying to circle me because what they do, and I've known these guys for a long time. Like I said, my club was blessed by the most high in their club and stuff. So I know everything they do and how they work. And so this guy started trying to get behind me. 
so he could knock me out with a pair of brass knuckles. And so I told him, you're not going to get behind me, bro. And so when, as soon as I said that, one guy cracked me from the left and another guy cracked me from the right and busted my lip and my teeth and everything out. And so I'm missing three teeth out of my right side and my lip. Does that sound like somebody that was trying to prospect or get patched over to you? So you, you, know I mean? you were attacked first is what you're saying. Yes. They bum rushed me. So okay. what do you remember after? So they hit you from both sides and obviously you're, you're discombobulated. What, what do you, what do you remember next? Next thing I know, I was on the ground with these two guys on top of me trying to beat me up. And do they have like brass knuckles and stuff, or were they were just uh, was it just fists? Oh, I don't know what they had. But go ahead, so, continue so your story. My, I was just trying to fight my way out from under there. Right. Go ahead. Whatever I had to do to stay alive, you know what I mean. Go ahead, yeah. continue your story. We're all going to be quiet for a minute. Go ahead, continue. And then after that, then fucking guns started popping off from every which direction. And then the the one guy shot my friend right in his head, right in front of me. And then one of my other friends started shooting back, and and then everybody was shooting back and forth until it was over with, you know. Who pulled the guns first? Yeah. Well, that's a question we don't need. I no, don't not even on answer here. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm that's, not gonna. Ask, I'm not gonna answer that. Um. I mean, only seven members, and for them to continue to do this, we were that's what we were talking about, uh, is how much... How much 3,000 members there, bro. And here, here, here's another tidbit for you. Uh, I'm 48 years old and 100% handicapped. So you're Can telling you me that it takes that kind of manpower to take care of a 50-year-old handicapped person? Can you tell us what happened in the ambulance? Yeah, there's about 20-something of them chasing after us, trying to pull us over and shooting at us and whatnot. Okay, so, you're so then that was right. Hold on, hold on, VPS. Were they shooting at the ambulance? I would imagine so. What else are you going to be shooting at? I, I personally couldn't see because I was laid down on the board. Right. All I know, all I know, is what the what the officers inside of the ambulance were relaying. And what were they saying exactly? And they're calling for backup to meet them at the Taos line there. Because there was motorcycles following. What, what did they say? Oh, I don't know. They're using uh, cop uh, cop terms. So, yeah. So, so, but to be clear, the people that were on motorcycles, do you know if they were with you guys or were they with somebody else? Oh, they weren't with us. Okay. My, my, all, all of my people, we were in two cars that day because it was raining and hailing. So instead of going on the bikes, we decided to go on in the cars. That way we wouldn't have to worry about getting wet or rained on because we didn't stay in Red River. We stayed in Angel Fire. Right. And so we didn't want to get poured on going home, which is another reason why we didn't have no cuts on, as you've heard during the discussions throughout the night. 
Yeah, so that was something we just learned. Were by the way, hold on, VPS. By the way, you're hearing from uh, Shady. He is the president of the Water Dogs Motorcycle Club that was involved in this Red River uh, rally shooting. And you're catching uh, the Water Dogs uh, side of the story straight from uh, you're in the hospital right now, aren't you? I got out this morning. You got instead out this morning. They, so that's another thing. Instead, they had the whole hospital was on lockdown because I was in there. And so they were trying to get rid of me any which way they could just so they could lift the lockdown at the hospital. They ended up sending me out of the hospital in a, in a, a taxi. <laughs> they they paid. They paid for the and everything. Get him out of here. Take him where he wants to go. So you didn't have a family member drive you, and they just put you in a taxi and let you go. Yep. Oh my god! Where you want to go? So, just so you know, Shady, we've heard from uh, your sergeant at arms' family. He's got two sisters that were on our show earlier, and obviously they're upset. Uh, they haven't heard. Have you heard from any? Have you heard from any of your guys? Have you heard of uh, from um, Castillo at all? I haven't heard from him and stuff, but I've heard from a lot of people all throughout the day. I haven't, since this whole thing has happened, I haven't gotten no sleep. So, and my phone does not stop ringing. So she is definitely on my list to call and stuff. I love his wife very much. She's like a sister to me. And I've been meaning to call her throughout the day. I just been getting bombarded by all this other shit all day. And then when I, your guys' show, then I was like, well, maybe that's a chat, maybe that's a platform for me to get on and clear my name of some sort, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not an MC or an RC or anything. Nor do I have any any inklings to want to be. If that were the case, I would have just stayed the president of the Disciples. They're mm -hmm. probably one of the biggest clubs in New Mexico right now. You know what I mean? And so to be, yeah just to be clear we want to make sure we're clear on this so the picture of you on facebook with the disciples is not the picture that they were uh that they were upset about it was a picture at a wedding that was a, another one is that is that what you're saying yeah the the, the, the banditos are matter of the picture that i took at the wedding it's a picture of me and three other guys okay. the picture that you guys are showing that's a picture of me and the disciples just rolling down central on a Sunday. That's okay. something that we do regularly. All right, good. I'm glad you cleared that up because I'll, I'll put that out. So I want, I just want to make sure I'm getting the hundred percent of the story. Correct here Get on there. Right. What else did you want to say? Uh, shady. And it's uh, good that uh, you called in because now you're getting the water dogs uh, side out of this. Uh, where are yeah, you? That, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. Once I heard about this show, because people started hitting me up nonstop, and I was like, "What right, show? You know, it's on YouTube and stuff. They keep on talking about you." Mm. And so then I jumped on there and seen it, and then I I called numerous numerous times and stuff, but it's just ring and ring and ring. Yeah, and we're trying we're trying to fix that. <laughs> but you know, like like I said, I'm I'm just a little hometown guy. You know what I mean? There's only seven of us in my club. I'll give you an example. In September, our big thing for last year is we all saved our money 
and we all rode our bikes up to the coast to, up the coast of California and back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my idea of a good time. It's not going to the bars and drinking or going to the rallies and drinking and going and trying to bully other clubs or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're going to take some uh, questions from the comments section, if you would, Sh- uh, Shady. Uh, backyard Barbecue, he asked if he was released from the uh, hospital. Does that mean no legal uh, charges? Right. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I imagine there's probably going to be some coming and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I was in when I was in the ambulance, the cop was starting to ask me questions, and I told him, "You know what? I can't even fucking think straight right now. If you want to ask me any kind of questions, then I need a lawyer present." Right. That he shut up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where, I don't know. You know, where I'd imagine at some point they're going to come knocking at my door. Right. Yeah. Where does the water go- dogs go now? South to see, yeah. like I said. Well, now we're down to six after they killed my best friend. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to reevaluate the situation, see if it's even worth it anymore. You know, right. when we started it, uh, I'll tell you, like my club is. I've so I've been wearing patches. I've been wearing motorcycle patches for almost 40 years. I was a disciple for 10 years. Now I've been a, uh, now I've been a water dog for almost 10 years. And before that, I used to ride around with one of the sister clubs for the banditos for a minute. You know, I've been doing this for a long, long time. Everybody in town knows me, knows who I am, knows what I'm about. So, Shady, are you worried for your safety and your family's safety at this point from retaliation? Oh, of course. There's been a black car with tinted windows that keeps coming and parking outside my house all day today that the neighbors have been telling me. Well, that's the fact. My wife doesn't want to stay here. My wife and kids don't want to stay here. What would you uh, tell the banditos uh, uh you got a bit, you know, and they're listening on here. What would you want to tell them to de-escalate this? So I've been telling them since day one, since the first day that this picture came about, I have tried, I've bent over frontwards, backwards, sideways, every which way I could think of to explain to them that this picture is not what they think it is. You know what I mean? Right. They got it into their, they got it into their head that, that that was it. And that, that's all that they wanted to hear about it and stuff. So after, after the picture came out, three guys came up to me downtown one night. One of them pulled a knife on me that night. That was the first night. Mm-hmm. And fucking. I had five guys with me that night. All of them were packing. So he decided it was probably a good idea to put the knife away. His two comrades apologized for any miscommunications or whatever. And they walked on. Shady, one of the questions is, and one of the questions is out there, is this started because uh, they were telling, uh, they were pressing you about being a support club. 
uh, about the Water Dogs. Uh, so is that a true statement? Were they telling you you need to be a support club and they were going to take your patches, or is that something that's just out there that's not true? That's just something that's out there that's not true. Like I told you before, my club, when it opened, was blessed by the most highest bandit in the nation. Okay. Yeah. So it was actually. I don't know what else to. I don't know what else I could say about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the if the no if the number one guy above everybody else says it's okay for me to do this, then it should be okay for everybody else underneath him. You should be good okay. to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's how protocol works. Exactly. Uh, when you only have seven members. And I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. What other I've even gone as far as to call my friend that's the number one ranking guy and tell him what's going on and see if there was something that he could do for me down here. And he said, Oh, you know how those guys are down there. And that was yeah. about as that went, you know? Yeah, I hate that answer. <laughs> I, 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 I've done every single thing possible that I could possibly think of to write whatever wrong they think that I have done, you know? And they just don't want to have it, don't want to hear it, not going to hear it, and they just keep on escalating and escalating new stuff, you know what I mean? What else is out there that's not true? Like what? No, what if uh what are you hearing that that you say, Oh, that's not true at all, that you you know, that you you know want to get the story straight. Oh, they guys said that I was gangbangers and stuff like that. I've never been in in a gang in my life. Yeah. And it's very important because when I if and when I have to go to court, like in that's one of the things that they always bring up is if you have any kind of gang affiliations. And if you have guaranteed that's going to go right against you you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i just want to put that out there I, i've never been in any gang in my whole life so i don't see i don't see it being a very hard court case i mean it, it probably could be but at the same time there's seven of you there's hundreds of them they've already jumped you twice. thousand of them yeah right and they jumped you and twice. They're already openly going around telling everybody that they're going to kill me the next time that they see me. Now, our- I, 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 I had a conversation with one of them at Harley Davidson. All the, all the, all the workers from Harley Davidson can vouch for it. This was just less than probably two, three weeks ago, and stuff. Because I, one of the ones that was going around saying that he was going to kill me when he seen me, I, I actually came across him. At Harley Davidson, and so we had a we had a nice little chat, if you will. And I told him we're either we're going to end this one way or another right now. We could either be friends and be good, or we're going to fight and get it over with. Because it's not every day that you see them by themselves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What happened? And well, so, well, here's we the shook big, hands. Here's the big we, thing: we shook hands and went our separate ways. Okay. Well, here's and a big thing. He, he, he even apologized to me and told me that if he had ever come at me while I had my wife and kids with me, that he was sorry. And I told him, you know what, bro? That takes a big man to apologize. And since you're apologizing, I told him, because 
when when I first walked into Harley and stuff, and uh, he told me that, uh, oh, you don't want to do this. My wife and kids are here. And I, I told him, oh, when do you ever care when my wife and kids are around, you know? And so at the end of the day, when he was apologizing to me for that, I thought that was kind of a big man of him. You know what I mean? It, I had... I had a little bit more respect for him after that. And so I told him, well, since you're apologizing, I'll, I will go ahead and apologize to you. Cause I never saw no wife or kid or nothing in there. You were sitting at the table with the salesman by yourself, but I thought we were cool at that point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so well, yeah. Damn. I thought I was cool. You know, one uh, thing that I do want to put out there, I see these comments, uh, you know, we didn't uh, ask you or any of that. You wanted to put your story out here uh, for everybody to know. And, uh, you know, we got all these legal analysts out there about uh, <laughs> setting you up for Rico and crap like that. He but this is on your own accord, right? No, uh, if anything, if anybody should be set up for Rico, it should be them. They're the ones that planned this. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that being a very, very real thing. Uh, they've been they've been openly going around telling everybody that they're going to kill me when they see me. Right. Now, do you got a lawyer on this? Not yet. I just got home today. Okay. Yeah, the fact that he's not, not on detention and that uh, he, I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know about where it is at this point. That's uh, from somebody that just texted me, which is right. I mean, you... Uh, I can't not believe they sent you home in a cab. That to me is uh, that's shocking because obviously you you you're in a situation that is uh, you know shooting at the ambulance. Yeah, shooting at the ambulance on the way there. Yeah, and they send him home in a cab. Yeah, that that to me is shocking. Yeah. Uh, and but I mean, I'm glad we're at least getting the real details and we're getting your side out and we're and we're at least letting you. Say what you want to say, and that it's 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 you know obviously the world is captivated because this has taken over a national international scene. So uh, I just number one, I'm glad you're okay. I mean, I'm glad that you, you know, I know you got shot and that, that you're back home. And I know uh, things. This is a big hill to climb from from up here, but it's good that you're on record at least with uh, with you know where you are. So we appreciate you being right here, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, I just trying to clear my name any which way i can you know well you're so, always welcome on our show and stuff like that uh you know please let us know what's going on because i know there's been char is any charges against your guys just yeah like one of my guys has multiple counts of murder against him yeah and just so everybody's aware his club is, is his club is seven it's too small to rico so it's that's not even a that's not even a there's not there's like five members so they're you know but um, and, and his sister and wife, I believe, were the ones that were calling you earlier. Yeah, I'm actually texting them. They're very, very sweet, and I told them that I would try to do everything I can and, and keep in touch with them. So um, I'm glad they got a hold of you. No, all, a bunch of my other friends are blowing me up about you guys and stuff. <laughs> my phone just started going off like crazy. <laughs> and stuff, you know, yeah, you got to check this out on YouTube. They're talking about you. <laughs> stuff no and i was all talking about me and then i started seeing i was oh shit this shit's gonna go international now you know <laughs> no, it's international now man and uh you haven't talked to any other press have you no nope make sure you be careful when you talk to them because they'll throw it in their direction for sure 
I'm, I'm sure they will. You know, mm-hmm. that's all right. I, 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 told, I was straight as I could be with you guys. I told you everything that happened. You know. Well, we Why? appreciate it. Here's a crazy question for you, Shady. Did it get? Did it hurt when you got shot three times? Well, how stupid Fuck was yeah. that? <laughs> somebody just somebody just texted. at first I didn't. At first I didn't know what hit me, and then I fucking was walking over to my buddy. They got shot in the head, and stuff. And then I couldn't hardly walk at all. And and then I was like, I looked down and I see some blood in my pants, you know. And so then I was, oh fuck, I think I got shot and stuff and then fucking and then i fucking went over there uh i think somebody told you that i was fucking uh laid out on some steps mm-hmm. well you know what and i'm gonna so, do you know what i'm gonna do shady i'm gonna take my 38 and shoot him once and see if i'm gonna ask hey, him that was hurt. a text in question um so <laughs> that was not my question i see i'm already getting a lot of hate in the chat how <laughs> shady how long was it before you said they yeah, circled I, you you had the confrontation and then it was all over how many minutes did this whole thing last uh, i'd say the whole thing probably lasted probably I mean, you never know in something like that, but it seemed like probably a good five minutes. Wow. 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 Right. You know, and, and we've been talking about stuff like this happening. And at the end of the day, you're a man. And when somebody is in, in front of you and they're, they're trying to pull your manhood away from you, basically, they leave you no other option but to... But to do what happened, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And and for seven, about that. one one guy was trying to get behind me so he could sock me in the back of the head, and then another guy socked me from the front of the head. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, well, you Once know what? do that, it's on, you know? One thing yeah. I'll do for you tomorrow, Shady, is uh, I'll cut up this, uh, this uh, show that way you know, we can get your side of the story out because this is coming on a three-hour show and stuff, and we want everybody to be able to hear uh, your side of the story. And uh, we really like uh, you to keep in contact with us. That way we know uh, the legal situation that one of your brothers are going through. Yes. Okay, and and, and how do I do this? How do I keep in touch with you guys and stuff? Uh, You texted? Yeah, we'll get your... uh... Yeah. I'm going to text you right now uh, the number. That, that way you can uh, call me whenever you want. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm on Facebook, Vegas Prison Stories. Easy to find. Uh, Vegas Prison I, I've Stories. I've actually seen some of your stuff. Well, okay. there you go. Did you get that text, uh, Shady? Hold on. I'm ready. I just can't. Uh, seven people, and they just surrounded them. That's yep. Ridiculous. Yeah. We got a couple of lawyers, uh, Shady, that also call here uh, every once in a while. So, uh, I, obviously, you're probably. You know, I would get. I would definitely get some counsel. And if you need any help with that, I'll help you as much as I can. I'm, I'm, a lot of these guys. You know, we'll do. It, yeah. I do need counsel just from talking to you guys tonight. People have been telling me that I better get a lawyer tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna want to get your uh, a lawyer Definitely. on that. Yeah, yeah, and and try not to talk specifics about exactly. You know, you can say, "Hey, I got punched," 
and things like that. But other than that, I, I would let your lawyer go ahead and handle any of the other juicy stuff from what happened uh, before you speak on it out loud. Uh, just for right. a guy who's been in trouble his whole life. Well, I got your number, uh, Shady. I'll text it to you later on, man. Okay. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show and all that good stuff. And uh, You have an open invite to come back whenever you want and uh, and let us know how you're doing and updates. Uh, obviously, if your counsel says it's cool afterwards and all that stuff, but uh, we appreciate you setting the record straight because that, really, uh, that really helps out. So. All right. Well, I thank you guys for having me. All right, buddy. We'll talk. God bless, you. man. God bless. And that was Shady, uh, the president of the Water Dogs. And uh, sad state to hear that. But again, that's only one side of the story. That is not the other side. Of, you know, there's another side out there right. that uh, hopefully we can get a statement from the banditos on. Uh, you know, got to tell everybody's side, especially in this. I always say there's side A, there's side B, and the truth is always in the middle because just because it, when you're experiencing something, you just experience, we all four could see something right now and would have different stories, not because we're lying, but because we just see it a different way. So 100% right on that. You know, the banditos have their side. We would love to to hear their side of it. Um, I got to be honest, man, that's incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, we, it's CNN, MSNB, none of those people. I mean, we, we got... You heard first live on this show from the person that is internationally being uh, all over every. I, let me tell you something. I have all these news alerts, all of them, thousands about this shooting and uh, yeah. being here on our show. That's incredible. That is gang insane. Banger, gang banger, gang banger. And it's like, come on, man. You just heard yeah. the man. You just heard the man right there. Rock on. Good. And we had a lot of uh, stuff that was, uh, according to him, false. Uh, out there in the public space as well but more uh, importantly the one part that's true is what in that you owe vps an apology because he did was the first one to say they were shooting and following the ambulance and at least it wasn't his guys following it so he couldn't confirm shooting but the motorcycles were not part of his club so they were being followed by by those people so that was a that's a reformation from what you said vps yeah that just lets me know that that uh, the person that sent that information to me uh, is somebody I can really trust. Yeah. So, so well, that uh, we're coming up on the three hour mark, guy. Uh, man, Hollywood, is it okay fun, if I use some of this? Yeah, you can use some of this. You're yeah, streaming sure, your channel right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to be able to clip it. I'm gonna put it on <laughs> yeah. private. Yeah, you can yeah. clip it. Up. Uh, anyway, don't forget to join myself and China Dow tomorrow morning at uh, 8.15 a.m. Central Standard Time for the morning madhouse, baby. You looking forward to it again, China? Oh, God, I, I, I need to be back on the show. Having to work at 4 a.m. for the past week has been ridiculous. I've missed being on the show. Uh, as, a woman, as a woman, let's get a female's uh, thoughts in on this show before we leave. What's up? Uh, I'm just going to stick with the same thing that I've been saying this whole entire time since this all came about and people put your guns away and start fighting like real men. There you go. Uh, yeah, we weren't uh, thinking about, we weren't expecting it either, Tracy, but uh, again, uh, we got the side of the president of the water dogs. He was there. He was shot three times 
and uh, released from the hospital. But uh, sad stuff, man, that any of this had to happen. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'll be talking about the vendor aspect of it. We got some uh, interviews out of that one coming out. But hopefully y'all learned something tonight. And again, if the Banditos want to issue a statement, they can. Uh, if you want to call, you know, put one of your public relations officers on air with us, we'll do that too. We'd really like to hear your side of the story. Uh, yeah. with this. Uh, also, you can check out Marco's Motorcycle Nation on uh, YouTube. I'm approaching, I'm like 50 away, I think, from 5,000. We started another channel, too, called One Harley Nation. Uh, that's just about motorcycles and reviews, nothing uh, of the of the MC stuff. It's more of uh, you know, for the casual Harley rider. And I'm excited to say we're almost to 1,000 subscribers on that channel, too. So One Harley Nation on YouTube and then Marco's Motorcycle Nation for everything that we do here. You know how I'm going to get you your 50, right? You You are? Yeah, I'm gonna get you your 50. We're gonna do a show where I shoot you in the leg and ask and, if it hurts. That then, was a that was a text in question, and I said I would ask. And you know, you you heard what he said. He didn't even know he got shot, so <laughs> it wasn't a dumb question. No, that was just adrenaline pumping at that time. Exactly. Uh, yeah, on the show VPS, uh, everybody out. Uh, we'll catch you in the morning at eight o'clock for the news, and then eight fifteen with the. Uh, motorcycle madhouse show everybody on the radio i really appreciate it you guys just like bombed out the servers or something on that yeah. but uh, we'll talk to you later. introducing the all-new service from insane throttle motorcycle madhouse radio 24 7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today rock and metal baby and here's an added bonus you can now listen to motorcycle madhouse morning show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of bikes. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you